Another edition of No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian, here with you, as always, in North Texas, and I'm joined by some lovely, lovely friends. Somebody is breathing directly into a microphone somewhere. Maybe that was... Never mind. Okay. It's, it's my own head. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm joined with by uh, Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you? Brian, doing well. How are you doing? Fuck. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm good. Willem uh, up in Tulsa, how are you? Good, how are you, Brian? I am lovely. Uh, and then uh, Derek out in California. Derek, how are you doing this evening? Oh, excellent. Yeah, excellent. That's, that's better than good. It's not perfect, but it's, it's getting there. It's climbing. Yeah. Uh, it, this is, it feels good to be back talking to y'all. Uh, I know I see, I see Frank's ugly mug at least once a week when we do some, do some happy hour drinking on the Saturday. Uh, but it feels good to get back in the nobody left behind setting. This is, this feels good. A little squeaky there at the beginning. Well, with, I think I was breathing into the fucking microphone and hearing it. <laughs> Mouth breather. No. What's going on everybody? Everybody doing okay? At least I'm not doing the, the wet mouth or the dry mouth, whatever the mouth makes the <laughs> noise, whatever the hell. Anyway, uh, it does feel good to be back. I am drinking, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna kick us off, do a little bit of differently. Uh, I am drinking a beer from Spencer Trappist Ales up in uh, Massachusetts, the only American uh, Trappist brewery. Where'd you get that? Uh, they're distributing here in North Texas now. Oh, they are now. Yeah, um, yeah. If I I saw a post at the Bearded Monk there in Denton, the bottle shop there, they posted they had four packs of the Potter's beer and a four pack of the Quad. And I went the next day, and they were like, "Yeah, we we sold out of the Quad almost immediately, but we still have some of the Potter's beer." I'm like, "Yeah." First time I had it Didn't- was up in New Jersey uh, when I went to see uh, Frank and Willem before. Didn't I bring some of that shit down? No, yeah, I did. I, well, I, I did. No, I flew in. I brought I mean, it down. You, you, you tell me. That. Mansplain to me what happened. Uh, I bought the beer the first time in New Jersey, uh, and I had that as my wife was going to, through uh, her uh, pregnancy. So it was, uh, it was a bit of a milestone in my mind. So go ahead and tell me. Tell me how it happened. No, we had it again. I brought it down from, from uh, working in and Massachusetts. Anyway, the, the beer... We is, had it at, at a birthday. It was good. It's good beer. The beer is very unique in that it is a potter's beer. It's not a typical uh, Belgian style that you see many places. Um, potter's beer, what does that even mean? Potter's beer is the beer that the monks brew for themselves. Uh, during mm. the fasting time, they usually brew a low-alcohol uh, beer that they consume. This it falls in that potter's beer category because I think they called it, but it's 6.5% alcohol. Now, I guess still, it's not, a, it's not potter's beer. Uh, so, question: Are these uh, beers Spencer, right? As mm-hmm. as we shall call them, are they actually brewed by monks? They have to be. So we have a monkery up there in Massachusetts. 
There's a lot of monastic breweries uh, in the United <laughs> States. It's actually uh, way more than people think. Um, but to, in order to get the Trappist designation, there has to be certain criteria met through the Trappist Monk Brewery fucking association for people who want to brew beer and do good things for people too. Uh, you gotta, you gotta be in general monking around. Yeah, yeah. There, well, there's no monkey business, just monking around. That's it. Just monking around. Just, just monking. So, so that style for like Chimay, mm-hmm. I think you can only get if you go to the brewery, right? That that was the case. Now uh, that beer is called Dory, uh, D O R E E. I think is what it's how it's spelled. There may be an I thrown somewhere in there, but it's commercially available in the United States now, and it is. Fucking phenomenal if you can get it. Um, it tastes like you guys remember Sunset Wheat from Lining Kugels? Oh, yeah. The Fruity Pebble beer. Everybody called it that? The Fruity Pebbles. So, Dory from Chimay tastes like that, except like on purpose made like that, not just like what can we throw in here that tastes good. Like their actual yeast character, yeast flavors that come out of that beer that make it taste like Fruity Pebbles. It's fucking great. I'll be, I'll looking, I'll be looking for it then. Yeah, I saw it for the first time three years ago while I was living at my mother and father-in-law's house while we were waiting for our house to be built. And I went to Total and was like, what can get me fucked up? And I was like, well, Chimay, obviously. And then right next to Chimay Blue, there was the Chimay White Label, and it wasn't the Trink. It wasn't the the Triple. Uh, It was another white label, like goldish white. I was like, fuck yeah, let me see what this is all about. Threw it in the cart, got back to the house, did some research on it. I was like, oh, shit, realized what I bought. And it was fucking great. Didn't get me fucked up, but it was fucking great. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I, I I was excited to see it here in North Texas, so I picked up a four-pack last week, along with some more Double Half-Life from uh, Manhattan Project. But I, I, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, this is I feel like this beer is a lot better than the beer that I brought back from Jersey. Um, I think that has just had to do with travel time and how, how old that beer was in the first place. Uh, but this is fucking... This is great beer. I'm just excited to find a triple or the uh, quad. What's what's your strategy for flying with beer? Uh, spray and pray. Uh, spray it. <laughs> spray. <laughs> spread the spread like beer in between clothes. Try to buy cans, obviously. That helps. But then wrap all all the things in like the legs of jeans. Like wrap two two beers in the legs of jeans, so you have four beers per jean. Uh, and then keep the bottle the bottle caps away from each other. And then just hope that they don't blow up in the air. I've flown with beer like three or four times, and I've been oh my god, I've been good every time. Because I've used where I've taken it. If I've had like shoes, I was taking, Mm -hmm. I just kind of stick it in the shoes. Mm -hmm. Sure thing. You can do that too. Uh, Anything basically, you just want to keep the bottles away from each other as much as possible. Yeah, I've I've not had an issue flying. I've flown with beer. I mean, more times than I can remember. I've brought back stuff from um, multiple places. I brought back two fucking... Hold on, wait. I brought back two... uh, What are the cans called? Crowlers. Crowlers from California, which I I for sure, like 100% thought that shit was going to blow up. Nope. Yeah. Didn't blow up at all. Because like anything pressurized is at risk of... (laughs) You're Absolutely. really not supposed to take pressurized containers on airplanes. Yeah. I've not had one beer, not one wine, not one champagne, nothing. <laughs> I haven't had an issue with it. Yeah. I, well, I guess, it, I mean, if you, if, you, 
no, but if you think about it, right, like the Bordeaux, the, the really, really good Bordeaux get flown here. They don't, they don't spend time on ships. They need to be climate controlled. That's how they get here. Um, because people are paying whatever, six grand a case for this, this wine. So they don't mind if it has to fly here paying that shipping charge. So, um, yeah, I, I, I've, I've got a feeling like they tell you not to, but odds are there's probably other liquid vessels that are pressurized flying in that yeah. cargo hold. Fucking hairspray so would be blowing up all over They've got some pressure regulation there to make sure that they don't have fucking cans exploding okay. in backpacks. Okay. Take, <laughs> take a water bottle. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. On and then flight. look at the horizon and tell me you see it. No, first, no. Right? When, you, when you go up and you come down and it expands, I get what you're saying. I understand. But there's also, you can factor it into your calculations for how much air pressure you put, yep. right? Because it can only build pressure if there's air in the container. So, And you if, should have low enough dissolved oxygen in the, in the container for it to make a difference. That it doesn't expand a lot. If, if your pressure in the cargo hold is at least somewhat respectable. That's why I only fly private. It's just so I can do my beer collection. <laughs> it actually goes into the seat right next to me. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, Carlos. I, I can control the pressure of the cabin. Obviously. I'm like, guys, I've got beer in here. Can we adjust pressure accordingly? <laughs> Brian actually, what, what he does is he flies his... Yeah. <laughs> Brian, Brian flies his family jet blue to New York City, books a private seat back, Yeah. right? Tells him, Sorry, hun. Y'all go there. My case and I are going over here. Well, it's in case something happens to one of the flights where we got to keep the legacy going. We can't all go down in fucking flames. So, oh, of, oh, that's how you plan it. I get it. That's, I, get I mean, it. Right, could just buy two it. separate JetBlue tickets. But no, why wouldn't you? We need to get to other people's what are you drinking? Because I'm oh, some- for the whoa, now we're concerned with it. Go ahead, villain. What do you got? I'm concerned with yours still, Brian. <laughs> what? What do you have? What have you? What else are you drinking? I mean, I could get into what I have in the fridge, but this is what I've, I've, been, I've been drinking Spencer right now. That, that is what I was drinking. I am drinking Smooth as Silk Zingu. Oh, Black from, Lager from Brazil. Uh, Brazil, Black Lager, yeah. Have you guys had this? I have. What do you think of it? I think that beer from Brazil does not fly first class like Bordeaux from France. Beer from Brazil takes a long way, to the long route to get to Texas, at least. Yeah, I don't know. This is good, dude. Mm. I, I didn't check a date or anything, but it's also a twist off, which makes you think. But <laughs> it's pretty good. So that's my review, right? But my wife has said that my reviews are too one-dimensional. That's, so, that is fucking uh, she harsh. Does, she's done a little research that she's fed me that I'm going to read to you now, which it's actually very interesting. Okay. Um, it is from Brazil, like I said. Mm-hmm. It's named for the Zingu River in the Amazon rainforest. It's technically a Schwarzbier. Yeah, which means in German? Uh, black beer. There you go. All right. Um, it has a multi-taste fruit undertones, super smooth body, not thick. Or heavy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it doesn't coat your mouth kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's especially, like, you know, especially for how dark it is. People say grilled plums for the fruity bits. Okay. And uh, the mouthfeel, you could say almost cream soda-esque. Mm. 
<laughs> I, I'm going to so be it's, honest. It's, it's not thick. It's thin. Yeah. Well, which is correct for a Schwartz beer. It's, it's a, it basically thinks Schwartz beer. It's a black Pilsner is what it should be. I mean, they just didn't need to say yeah. it's not thick. They just needed to say it's thin. Nah, it doesn't sell good. Frank, I don't want a thin ass beer. My, they got my, word count. Uh, they're, they're paid on word count. It's how it works. I would say it's a good lawn mowing beer. Oh yeah. Well, it's a good beer for sweating your ass off in the middle of the fucking Amazon rainforest. <laughs> Yeah. So wait, wait. I I didn't catch. My wife interrupted me. Is this beer from Brazil? Yes, imported wow. from Brazil. Black black beer, technically. Where did you get it? And it even says black beer on the label. Trader Joe's. Uh, no, the Asian market. Namai. Uh, they have okay. a liquor store, so they have some, and it's small, but they have some uh, interesting variety there. Can I see the label? Yeah. Uh, Jingu. Okay. Pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah, that's cool. It's a good beer. And then we had another one. It was called um, Happy Buddha or Lucky Buddha. Yeah, that is a good one. It's got the Buddha bottle. The bottle is shaped. Yeah. That's a good beer. beer. Very good beer. Derek, have you had Lucky Lucky Buddha beer? No, I haven't. Okay. Have you? It's good. Uh huh. When I was the Whole Foods or the Whole Foods, when I was the world market beer buyer, uh, I couldn't keep it in stock, guys. It was flying off the shelves. Everybody wanted to boot a bottle. I'm assuming not. No, 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 no. I'm serious. Everybody wanted to oh, fucking boot a really? bottle. That's the only reason they bought it. And they would oh, buy for the actual bottle. They would course. buy one or one six pack. Oh, okay. So it's some, shaped different. It's shaped different. The bottle literally, it's a glass Buddha. Like it's cool. It's, a fucking, it's pretty cool. The liquid inside is it's in a green bottle from uh, oh I no. think I don't remember where what Asian country it's from. Uh but I, it's it makes a long trip to get here in a green bottle. <laughs> it's it's neat. I'm glad y'all had good experiences with it. I have not. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like a skunky beer to it, me. It is. Mine it was is. not skunked at all. I definitely It's from China. There you go. Skunk. I um, this is what it looks like. Uh, I'm sending the link. I've had good ones. I've only had like three or four of them. It's the a six lot. Pack I had was delicious. Nothing crazy. Uh, yeah. I, uh, villain, yeah. have you had many uh, Schwartz beers? Um, you can had all the Schwartz beers. What do you mean? Or black lagers? That's a, yeah, like I'm just... In fact, Brian, <laughs> no, I I have no idea, dude. Like, I've had plenty of black lagers, uh, and I always like those. So. They're really, really good. That's the point I was going to make. I was like, yeah. if you like that, I think you should should explore and see if any of the local local people up there in Tulsa Town would. What? Can you hear me? Yeah, that's I stopped. Sorry. It. No, I was gonna say, would would uh, Dark Skies from Vista qualify as a Schwarz beer? Um, I think that is. Uh, I don't it's know. A, I, it's a black pilsner, but I mean, yes. you know, like yeah, I, I it would does. say it's near as makes no difference. Uh, if okay. it's if it's a lagered beer uh, that is majority pilsner malt with roasted malt thrown in for coloring, it's near as makes no difference. Ugly Pug from RAR. Is was my first experience with Schwartz oh, beer, okay. and yep, I was yep. like, "This is the best fucking beer ever." It's a great I beer. I fucking love this beer. And then I was like, I got more into you know styles. I'm like, "Well, that's not really a Schwartz beer, but it's really, really good." And I'm 
doesn't make a difference. It's it's good enough. It's like an Americanized Schwartz beer. So, Willem, you've you've had the Dark Skies from Vista. So you've had that. That's another Schwartz yeah, beer you've yeah. had. Yeah, that's. I thought that sounded familiar when you said it. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm glad you got to experience some new, new, and uh, from Brazil. Not many beers that you can get from Brazil in America right now. So, hop on it. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Derek, what are you uh, drinking this evening? So I'm I'm going down the quasi Belgian uh, pathway. Yeah. With new Belgium. Oh, triple. The triple. Ah, yep. Nice. So not bad. Um, it's you get a little bit of like DM, DMS character from it. Right? But that's kind of like indicative of this style a little bit. So any pale, higher alcohol beers, you're going to get some of that. Yeah, because that yeast is really cranking away. Um, how how long has it been since you've uh, had triple? From like, uh, was this the first? Have you been buying it regularly, or is this like a, a throwback visit to? New I mean, pro- probably like a month or something like okay. that. Like I, s- I can get it pretty easily here. I took a while off from drinking New Belgium just because I was drinking other things. And I went back and I picked up Triple and I picked up uh, Abbey. And because I knew Abbey was about to be discontinued in North Texas and I was kind of bummed about it. So I wanted to, you know, get it while I could. Uh, I forgot how many weird, funky ass flavors are in Triple that are not like in regular, <laughs> like in a regular yep. classic Triple. Like they, there's like fucking all kinds of seasonings that they threw into that beer when they were making it. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were throwing in a bunch of fucking herbs and shit that like aren't normally found. I know at one point they, they had just listed yeah. coriander and something else. Uh, I don't even know if they listed on the bottle anymore. It just says L brewed with spice. Yeah, there you go. Spice, <laughs> a fucking synthetic drug that makes eat people's faces has been sprinkled in like salt Bay over the fucking fermenter. I, it was just wild to me. It'd been a while since I'd had it. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of like I knew that it's not like a you know Chimay or something like that. It's it's its own thing, but well, with a hint of being a triple. <laughs> triple esque is what they should put it. Just E S Q U E. Uh, it's funny if you ever listen to uh, the former head brewer of New Belgium. He talks about styles and brewing to style, and he's like, "Fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> Belgians don't brew to style. I don't brew to style. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, yeah, he was he was great. He's he's been missed. Uh, Frank, I know I I had a sneak peek at what you were drinking this evening, but go ahead and tell the the plebes at home uh, what you're enjoying. No, I don't really even know if I want to share this, but. Um, <clears throat> nine oh three Brewers cinnamon roll stout. Oh, you're enjoying that, huh? It's so great. I hmm? is it not good? Don't even let me taste it. I haven't even tasted it. The last one I had was so shit. It's why are you drinking it? Did you lose a? Bet? I fucking bought it. Oh, now, is is that from Dale's Pale Ale people? No, nine oh three is from Sherman, Texas. Oh, it's nine oh three Brewers. Ugh. Yeah, it tastes good, doesn't it? Remember, remember that time that. <laughs> no, it's. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It's just you know, it's not that good. Oh, it's what's wrong? Is there something good. wrong with it, or is it maybe just like a recipe that doesn't agree with you, Frank? It's a recipe that has way too much cinnamon and way too little beer flavor. I don't know. It's just it tastes like. Cinnamon. Does it taste like not your father's got together and made a cinnamon roll beer? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It does have a little bit of a bitterness at the end. I'm guessing it's because I've refused to drink this beer for way too long. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even have a born on. Oh no, the born on date. One sixteen twenty nineteen. So this is over a year old. About a year and a half old now. Yeah. Um, See, so I probably should have drank this sooner, but I just can't. It's this this beer has been sitting there just because. I I, I just mm, the first one was that bad. I'm sorry. It's it's not that good of a beer. Nine oh three. I'm gonna say it. They're not that good of brewers. I'm not that. No shit. I I I've never had no. something from them that I was like, oh fucking great, wonderful. But it's unfortunate. Never. Fucking never. And I have to bite my tongue. I hate I'm, to see it. Do I? Fuck <laughs> me. Like, I guarantee you, Frank, you pay over $16 for that four pack from Tavor because they shipped it from fucking Sherman to Brian, California Brian, and back to let's you. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So let's just say what I would pay for it is like, I think 12 or $14, something like that for a four pack here in North Texas. I can fucking drive to the brewery. And pay $20 probably for the four-pack there. Whatever. I would be fine with it if it was someplace like, I don't know, fucking Tufts or goddamn Manhattan Project. I have no problem with it. But when I, like, I, <clears throat> what, what, if you're a first-time beer buyer and that's the beer that you buy, and you're like, oh, cool, it's a hype beer. Everybody, oh, it must be good. It's got fucking gingerbread man on it. It's like, got sticky buns, whatever. Oh, and it's got to be good because they're charging me almost 20 goddamn dollars for it. And when I drink it and I have that experience that you're having, why the fuck would I ever buy another craft beer that's made by a local brewer? So here's what I say. Stand, like, stand up and say something when you see shit product going out and be like, hey, just so we're clear, not all of us make beer that tastes like shit. There's some yeah, good it's, out there. It, it, it's insulting that this beer is... So, okay, I, I'll, I'll go back and say, from Tavor, I've had very few misses. Like, very few. They they normally put some really quality, good option beers on there. Right. But I also know, if I'm selecting something from a brewery, I normally go at least look at what the brewery does well, you know, and I order that. Um, I, I'm not a person that, <laughs> like, I know I, I really like Anchorage. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I tried to order their Vit beer one time. I'm never ordering anything but IPAs and probably Pilsners from them again. Like that Vit beer was horrendous. It was overcarbonated. So don't have an issue with it. You know, like everybody makes a bad beer. But to Brian's point, 903, I've bought two and every single one, I'm like, why did people even give this more than a two? You cannot tell me that there is enough of a population out there that when they drink a beer wants to drink, I don't know, like Another this is, one? it's not even eating a cinnamon roll. It's like taking a a, 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 a tablespoon of cinnamon and mixing it into water and just drinking that. Like it, it has no beer qualities. It's got nothing but sugar and fucking cinnamon. And it's insulting. It's not beer. That's shit. It's I, complete shit. I will say to, um, to echo and redirect the old man shaking his fist on the porch that is Frank right now. Uh, I have had plenty of beers that didn't taste like beer, but were fucking amazing. So well, No, but, okay, so we've had that. We had that uh, narwhal fucking uh, Prince of Wales. Prince of Wales. Right? Probably the best pastry stout to this day I've ever had. That did not taste like beer, but it had, it had characteristics of a black... Porter, like it, 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 there was things there. Yeah, right. Well, and like, that's why I wanted to make sure I clarify. We're not just running down 
innovative styles because we're not. No. We're, we have appreciation for innovation. Uh, that ain't it. Fucking kick rocks. Get out of here. No. T- okay. You know, if you want to taste this, don't spend the money. Don't. Just let me tell you how you make this. You go take some of that old granny molasses, okay? You mix that shit into some water. Make sure you get it all nice and mixed. Maybe two tablespoons to a cup of water. Mix it in there, okay? Now take yourself a teaspoon of cinnamon. Mix that shit in there. Maybe add some little little touch of allspice. Mix that shit in there, right? Get it real nice and mixed and tasted. That's what you've got here. Full-ass recipe, Frank, and I bet that probably tastes better than 9903. I'm just telling you, it's pretty. It's going to be pretty fucking close. This, this is clovey, cinnamony, and nothing else. Oh, it's, we got clove in there? That's disgusting. It's, no, I think they actually used allspice. Is how they got most of the kind of, you know... Dude, the the there's a spicy kick to it, and I'm pretty sure it came from the allspice. But yeah, it's it's a shit beer. I'm sorry, it's not good, not worth it. Okay, let's move on. Okay, so I've got yeah. some, I've got something that uh, I I want to pose to the to the team here. So we're all working from home right now, right? Right. Yep. Okay. I think we're we've all pretty well adjusted to whatever that looks like for each of us. Some of us it just looks like fucking chaos every day, but it's fine. That's the new normal, and we're okay with it. We'll move forward. <laughs> I settled uh, nicely. I imagine. Um, <laughs> I imagine. Uh, I have, struggle to imagine a world where I go back to an office. To be honest with you, that's I fucking you pass that dream along to my supervisors would be great. It'd be fantastic. Um, no, the villains so, cheering for COVID. No, shit. No, no, He's out no, there no, just no. like cutting holes in people's. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on, hold on. Can we take a pause? Villain, did you switch to whiskey? Oh no! I had a drink going. <laughs> hey, Willem! Willem, Willem, fucking dick towed us with the beer. Look at that, Willem. Me too. Damn. Cheers, Willem. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, I was enjoying the whiskey, and then oh, it's. Uh, I was too. Hop couch. Uh, Snag the beer, and now I have both. Now, I got two hands, so Fair why enough. not have two drinks? Uh, okay, so we're all working from home. We've all adjusted to that stuff. Things are fucking... Everything's fine. Uh, have Have y'all been caught in any, um, let's say, embarrassing situations while on uh, video conference calls or on phone calls where you're walking around the house and you you know some faux pas takes place? Brian, let me let me tell you the first key to video conference calls. Please do. Oh, from a uh, professional, I mean, a tenured pro at working of like remotely. From him, I've, um, I've seen you do tell work them, from a Sprint store one time. Tell them, tell them, <laughs> the latest Mac update made my camera not work. <laughs> 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 Frank's been on a PC for 10 years. Works every time. Never have to worry about that shit again. You could take the call naked from the bedroom. They won't even know. It's true because even IT people are like, I'm not fucking dealing with that Mac. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not. He's exactly. On He'll figure it out. That's and you're hilarious. like, oh, no, but you know what? The best part is you could say, I've got a ticket open. I don't know if it's going to get fixed. <laughs> Like and no one's gonna question it. No one's gonna question it. Eventually, they're just like, "Yeah, he's never on cam. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? That's his thing. That's what he does. Who cares? <laughs> Is there some sort of policy that you have to have the camera going? There are some people who feel more comfortable having a conversation, villain, where I can see you and I can direct my. It's really question, fucking weird. I, I'll be honest. Part of the screen. <laughs> no, I'll be honest. Like, 
99% of our calls take place without a camera. So my, my latest client who has since terminated the contract, <laughs> not due to anything of, of, of our doing, they just needed to cut costs, but, um, they, uh, they, they had a policy where everybody had to be on cam. And that's when I dreamed up this explanation where I was like, Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Latest update for Mac killed my cam. No one ever questioned it. I was, I was the lead on the whole program. Right? <laughs> I was never on cam. I was like, fuck you guys. Like a policy to be on cam. Dumb fucking policy. Yeah. Like suck a dick. This is not happening. <laughs> like, I, you're paying me. I, I don't need to be on. My camera. policy is I'll be on camera. If everyone else is on camera and like, I'm in a position where I can be on camera laying down uh, in bed with no shirt on now <laughs> like, okay. like sometimes, sometimes i like feel like my hair is looking rough and you can tell i like haven't showered yet because i'll shower <laughs> after my first set of meetings kind of yeah me too, me too. right active, around 10 30 i hit the shower yeah i'll think, I'll think around the me. meetings and usually i look fine but sometimes i'm like okay it's a little bit obvious so then i'll just uh i'll just forego the camera you know and but for the most part i'm like if you if you're on camera, I'll be on camera. And if you're not on camera, I won't be on camera. And then we're doing a phone call, and that's fine too. <laughs> like, park a camera. No, but so, so now we can do video call. Now everyone has to do video call. Hell no. <laughs> also, also, there should just be a mutual societal agreement that before noon, no one needs to be on camera. Like, yeah. what is I don't understand. Like insistence that you like show yourself. <laughs> exactly. It's I like motherfucker. All your. We're I'm all just listening. Viewing. I'm not. I'm not going to point my shit at the wall and start writing <laughs> on the fucking wall. Like, no, I'm just literally looking at you. We don't need this shit. Yeah. Like, unless we're in a therapy session, we're just fucking working. Turn your camera off. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm very anti-cam. I I don't understand why people need to watch you work. Let's fuck that. If you need a way out. I'll write you an email. It just says, <laughs> "Hey guys, IT professional. My apologies. <laughs> my latest update seems to have uninstalled my driver to my camera. I'm not sure how to fix it. I've got a ticket open with IT. I'm not sure when they're going to be able to fix it. I might need a new, new computer. And no one ever questions it again. <laughs> they don't go, "Hey Frank, you haven't been on cam for two years. How's that ticket coming? No one's ever said that. No one's ever said that. So you know what? What the fuck ever? It's never going to happen. That's Honestly, if they gave me a laptop without... I'm, I'm going to sound very much like an old grandpa. Give me, the fucking, give me the fucking flip phone. Give me a laptop without the camera. Like, I mean, yeah. Just issue me sense. a laptop without the camera. I don't need the fucking FaceTime camera. I don't need it. I just, feel like we were very shove before, it up your ass. before COVID-19. We were very close to laptop manufacturers killing off the webcam because honestly, they're fucking useless. They're like, I have a almost $2,000 laptop and the fucking camera that's in the laptop is lower resolution than the front facing camera on my yeah, three year old phone. I mean, Fuck to be off. honest, we can barely see Brian. We don't even know. Does he have a beard? Does yeah. he not have a beard? Yeah. I, I'm fucking, I know, I'm not even no, wearing we, a shirt. This is a fucking picture of a shirt. Just like, yeah. in if I were drawing him, it'd be a Picasso. Yeah. I, no I got an ear in the middle of my face and shit. So, okay. That's, I, I like that. That is great advice. And uh, I'm going to actually, next time that I am forced to be on camera, I'm going to bring in a fucking whiteboard on a stand <laughs> and just angle the camera at it and just write my notes by hand on there. Yeah. 
Uh, it, listen, honestly, like this cam obsession thing, it's that people are trying to exchange it for office time. That's not how remote working works. No, and you don't. Remote fucking- working works 100% on the fact that if I send you a text or an email or a Slack or whatever we use, That's- I expect you to respond and I expect you to have your work product ready when it's ready. I don't need you to, in a fucking meeting when we're all talking, <laughs> be on camp. They're like, okay, so let's think about it this way. <clears throat> During the days where, I don't know, Brian had to go to the doctor and he's dialing into a meeting right he's dialing into a bridge Mm. and there's a conference room where everybody's gathered and there's a fucking phone and that phone is brian it's not a hologram (laughs) it's not brian on a goddamn tv it's the fucking phone you don't need brian on the cam as much as you needed brian on the cam when you were in the fucking conference room you just don't need him right like just fucking the voice calls work. It, there's no reason for cams. Everybody's obsessed with it. And now, now, right? You've got these motherfuckers having had haircuts in so fucking eight seven, weeks. eight weeks. Yeah. Some people have decided to grow their COVID beards. Some people, oh yeah, don't need if, to grow COVID beards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, people at my company, I have to shave every day. Well, guess what, motherfucker? I go like once a week and I'll shave, maybe. This yeah, week, possibly, I'm going to shave it into a Lemmy from Motorhead mustache, like <laughs> beard thing. Mrs. What's Mrs. your time for flight? No, no, that's motoring. <laughs> no, I know. Motorhead. I know. You're in my brain. Trolling you. Associations. <laughs> I, I always. I that too. Wow. Even though I knew that's not what he. Yeah. I always do that to Brian because Brian gets God so frustrated. It. It's because that song sucks and Motorhead is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I always when that song comes on, I go Motorhead, and then Brian goes, "It's not fucking Motorhead." <laughs> it is true, and every time I dumbly walk into the same fucking trap because every time I hear him open his mouth, I'm like, "This dumb motherfucker." And I Brian, have you seen uh, Hot Tub Time Machine? No, I have not. Oh, oh fuck! It's Motley Crue anyway. It's not a great movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Motley Crue anyway. Okay. Uh, well, you know, it bring this this your 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 webcam thing follows up to what my most embarrassing moment of this uh, quarantine time has been. So last week, I decided to liven up my HR uh, happy hour call oh, God. every week. Which I'm going to tell you right now, if you thought a fucking virtual happy hour with coworkers was bad enough, welcome to the human resources and communications department. And let me just tell you. It was the most boring fucking thing I have ever done. So the week before, they spent 30 of the 45 minutes talking about wallpaper. And I just sat staring at the camera, wondering how fast I could bleed out if I just fucking opened up my wrists. Uh, And to that point, my team members who were also on the call were taking screenshots of my face while I was on the call. And they were none too kind faces that I was making toward people. I was like, well, I got to change that about myself. So the next week, so last last Wednesday, I decided, you know what? I'm going to fucking come to this thing in costume. So I did. I put on, I bought an ascot, a top hat, uh, and I had a, a monocle uh, that I had shown Frank the week before during our virtual happy hour hangout time. And uh, got the approval, the thumbs up from him. Um, I probably shouldn't have. Or I'm going to... Just to give you an idea of how ridiculous 
I looked. Let me go ahead and share this. Um, so here I was last week in the HR meeting. <laughs> so classy as shit. Uh, the monocle popped in my eye when I joined the call. Oh, I also had uh, classical music. Like we're talking, you know, the... Uh, like the fucking fancy uh, Great Courses Plus intro music that Michael Scott uses when he goes to give that talk at Ryan's Business School. Yeah. Had that playing in the background, and I also adopted an accent that I only talked and I fucking refused to talk in a normal voice the entire time. Pissed off people, made them laugh, didn't give a fuck, had a good time. Somebody on the call was like, oh, I'm, I'm drinking bourbon. I was like, oh, I didn't know that I could indulge in the whiskeys of America. And I reached over and I grabbed, I had a bottle of bourbon sitting on my desk and I was like, maybe I too will join. And they were like, ha ha ha, Brian, that's hilarious. So I put the whiskey back down and I went to uh, bring my hand back over and I clipped the neck of my uh, Shiner Black Lager and knocked over the entire fucking thing on my computer. So, let me just set the scene for you. I have just refused to break character in full fucking costume on a on an HR happy hour. I spill a beer on my computer and I am frantically cleaning it up in full fucking costume. Oh no. While trying not to cuss into an open mic. So, I thought it took me so long to do it. Apparently, I did it so quickly that no one knew what the fuck happened. They just saw that I had, I was gone. <laughs> so I grabbed my trusty stone. I grabbed my trusty Stone Cold Steve Austin Afghan that I had on the back of this chair. Grabbed that, started sopping up the beer that was on the keyboard. Flipped the key, flipped the laptop upright, so it was like I have a, a monitor stand on the back of my desk here where I have my light and my camera mount and everything. And so I propped the, the laptop up on that precariously as the beer is just dripping down the fucking keys and the glass uh, touchpad on this MacBook Pro. Like, I'm freaking out seeing the worst case scenario of this MacBook just frank in the bed. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's good. I'm proud of myself. Uh, and then I see the fucking liquid is now like working its way back toward my hard drives that I have on my desk because I have a small RAID drive back here for video editing. I see the beer moving back toward that. I'm in full fucking panic mode. Grab the open mic. I'm like, guys, I'm, I, I, I gotta go. I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. I gotta go. And he's just gone. <laughs> I ghosted everybody on the fucking call. I walk outside. Like, I'm frantic. I'm like out and like grabbing rags and distilled water and putting it in fucking spray bottles and shit. And My wife goes just looks at me dead in the eye and goes, is everything okay in there? And I'm like untying an ascot and taking off a, tap, a top hat. And I'm like, I just spilled a beer on my laptop. She was kind enough to just be like, okay, I'm going to let him deal with this. I, I get it sprayed down. I get all the beer cleaned up. I've got it set. In, I've got it turned off. I've got it set in front of fans, cool, drying everything. I walk back out and I'm like dabbing my forehead with a towel. I'm sweating my ass off from cleaning this thing up. My wife looks at me and she was like, so what did they think of your costume? I was like, you have fucked yourself. You know what I did. You know what I've been through. And now you just want to ask me about the costume? She was like, yeah. They liked it. They, they laughed. They hated the character, but they laughed. They laughed. It worked. So, yeah, that. Cleaning up a fucking spilled beer on my own laptop. And it should be noted, this is my personal laptop that I work off of. Because my work computer doesn't do the shit that I needed to do. So I just decided to BYO laptop. So, yeah. No, I, I, I spilled a beer on my fucking personal computer 
in the middle of an HR call oh, while God. wearing a top hat. <laughs> so that is hilarious. I, I can't top that at all. <laughs> as soon as it happened, I was like, Francois is going to give me so much shit for this. He is not going to let me down. So I'm just sitting there the whole time, selfishly praying that my computer works. Not because I, I mean, I want my computer to work. Yes. But also so that I don't have to hear Frank go, Oh, so you too spilled a beer on your laptop and it doesn't work. Oh, that's very convenient. It 100% would have happened that way. Ah, I know, I know. You would have, and the joy that it would have brought you would have unsettled the universe. The universe can't let you be that happy. It just <laughs> doesn't work that way. <laughs> it wouldn't have made me happy. I just would have finally had someone sharing my commiseration. <clears throat> so, what is a HR happy hour? Oh, mm. a human resources. Bring it back. Bring it back. So I was moved to the human resources team. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the happy hour that they hold is a once-a-week video conference call where we can just uh, undo that top button and let loose a little bit for about 45 to 50 minutes uh, in between calls, obviously. Uh, and, you know, just relax. We can be ourselves and have that conference or that, uh, that uh, communal conversation time amongst team members. Does that sound fucking appealing to anyone listening to this right now? Because I'm going to be honest. Do you want to go hang out with your coworkers outside of work? Maybe. Sure. One or two of them. How about 30 of them? You want to go hang out with 30 fucking coworkers once a week after work? Does that sound fun? Over Zoom? That It makes it really hard. Oh. Oh. Fucking impossible. <laughs> impossible. Because if you can't contribute to the conversation, unlike when you're at a fucking actual bar, when you look at someone else who also can't contribute to the conversation, you're like... So what has your life been like? You, like this weather though, huh? Yeah. Well, Can't. people tend to like break out into small smaller groups than thirty people <laughs> right? to talk. Yeah. Oh yeah. You all fucking go have fun. No. Fucking sucks. Anyway, those got canceled. I think I might have been the cause of that with my costumes and also my threat <laughs> of coming in a different character every fucking happy hour that we did. You won. I did, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, universe. <laughs> Settled the score. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, that was my that was my major contribution. Uh, Brian. Yes. I gotta I gotta hit y'all with a with a sneaker cop of the week. Okay. Oh, okay. Got those Royal Toe Jordan One High Tops this weekend. Real excited. Royal Toe, you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Royal Blue. Um, nice. Yeah, blue, blue and black. They're nice. They're they're. I mean, they're real formal. You know, you probably wear those to a wedding if you want to. Um, so, <laughs> I yeah, got some no, new they're... kicks too. Yeah, I like those. You got a bot? These are, yeah, I got a bot. Got I, I <laughs> caught me some isotoner house shoes. <laughs> isotoner. <laughs> they're microfiber or micro suede. You know what? They're probably Ooh. suede, micro yeah. suede, faux suede. Hey, what's that? What's the resale on them? I, I think if I returned them to Amazon, I would get most of my money back. <laughs> I got a little toe funk at the right toe box. I don't know. Maybe that's a five dollar discount. Because you pay fifteen, I give you eight. Right, fuck. I'll just keep them. Don't worry about it. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I guess I did wear them once. I did. I did receive the package. They're like, yeah, damn right you did. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Uh, it's too funny. No, dude. So there are some crazy fucking collaborations launching this year. So there's a Jordan One uh, Dior edition. A high, a high top. It's a beautiful sneaker. Like, as far as sneakers go, I think we can all 
Agreed. This is a gorgeous sneaker. I'm going to pull up the pull up the. Uh, no, I, I honestly, Jordan I think Dior, even or Jordan Dior non. I think even non sneaker people would enjoy this sneaker. Like it's it's it it's a, a really top? cool. Hold on, I'm sending the link. Yeah, I don't Give have time for you. Second. You send me a link that I have to fucking click into another link and okay that link and then unrelease that link so I can actually see. Something. No, it's not. I did, I did have to find a good image of it. You just so screen share. Okay, so that's the Jordan One Dior. Uh, Brian has to share his screen because why, otherwise it's not going to work. Why can't you share your screen? Because I it's it's part of my IBM computer, dude. I can't do shit like oh. that. Oh, <laughs> <You're right, laughs> okay. <Chris>. okay. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So you got the Jordan. This is all like Milano leather. It's like real fucking Italian shoe makers leather and shit. Okay. But yeah, that's a that's a bomb ass looking sneaker. In my opinion, I like it. It says Dior cool. on the bottom, doesn't it? The, it does, yeah. Like, gum sole or whatever. Who's yeah. wearing this? Frank, Into what? Frank to formal events and then yelling when they tell him no sneakers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Am I wrong? <laughs> What's the price tag? $200? Those are for this is the old model, I think. Or the No, 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 no. Not even. These are these are bullshit. Derek, don't even fucking worry about those. Those are <laughs> pieces of shit. These are where it's at. Okay. So <laughs> Derek, what would you pay for those sneakers? I would never buy that. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. We've not had Derek on for sneaker talk. Yet. I, 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 dude, you know, sneaker talk's all relative. All right, Derek would pay zero dollars. Brian, what would you pay? I would pay I, a reasonable price for a high end shoe for me would be like a hundred and twenty dollars. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair. Villem, I don't think saw the sneakers. No, they all no, I'll pull no, back up. Fucked up. Sorry, you got. Uh, you got you're, fucked, you you're got. also looking to a different. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm not sure. Villem's internet is. On it was his other. all the internet. <laughs> yeah, because I was trying to figure out what's going on. Goddamn it! Oh, oh, oh whoa, whoa, sorry, whoa! Sorry, 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 sorry. Indict me like that. Oh wow! Oh, don't, don't! I won't. Guilty as fake news, fake news, fake news. Uh, Villem, here's the. Oh, the those snake. are awesome! I really like those. Wow. Oh, Derek, come on, man. Some black pants, a white shirt, mm. those sneakers. Kill. Talk about, yeah, that's right. Killing the game. All right. So you just lit the room on when you walked in. Do you leave the <laughs> right. do you leave the fucking keychain on the sneaker or if you Absolutely. I'm pretty sure that keychain's oh, no. platinum. <laughs> well, if the price tag is what I saw in the first paragraph, it better fucking be platinum. All right, Willem, uh, what would you pay for those? I just have a bunch of money. I don't know. That's a that's a loaded question for me because like, well, Willem knows what these like, would go for. The sky so is not speaking what I would like be willing to pay for shoes. Also, <laughs> yeah. So if if you had all the money in the world, right? So these these are going for two to four grand um, <laughs> resale. Uh, no, sorry, <laughs> sorry. They're two grand new resale. They're thirteen grand. Um, oh. But they're they're so they're they're making eight thousand pairs. It's apparently all raffle based. I've not heard how to enter the raffles. I don't think the raffles have started yet. But anyways, that's probably like of all time, it's gonna go down as one of the best Jordan collaborations of all time. So actually I, I take that back. I would pay retail for it if I could sell it for thirteen thousand. Right, you would absolutely buy it for two. Right, I'd fucking yeah. find some cash. So, 
Okay, so that's the sneaker game. Okay, so I would buy it for two. I would sit on it as an investment. If I could get my hands on it, I'd buy it for two, sit on it, because people will start wearing pairs, you know, like inevitably Justin Bieber will wear one of the 2,000 pairs out there and then wear it again and wear it again, you know, like, so you'll, you'll start atrophying that entire supply chain. And then eventually you'll be one of, I don't know, 500 people owning the pair. And then you might be able to command 50 to $90,000 like the Eminem, um, Jordan threes, which, uh, launched to no hype. <laughs> you could have gotten that sneaker for 300 bucks. That sneaker now resells for $25,000 if you have a pair of them because they didn't sell very many of them. What? So, who, who is paying that money? Who is? The rappers? Yeah. <laughs> wealthy rappers. fucking people. Just like, rappers. no, it's like legitimately these, these, as soon as they hit the, the, the resale market, they sell. Like someone wants those fucking things. Yeezy Red Octobers. So those are uh, uh, Nike. Uh, <clears throat> essentially, a, a Yeezy in Nike is like a Jordan mixed with an Air Max. And, and Kim Kardashian's menstrual blood hit it in October. No, that <laughs> this was rare. before. This was before he was crazy. Okay, well. but Yeezy. It was. It, it was like 2011, dude. Like this was when everybody was like college dropout, still hot. You know, like so. Yeezy Red October, uh, you could buy. Um, people, yeah, I mean, they, they would buy them for like 300 bucks. And now resell on those at the bottom end is like 12, 5, high end, 25, depending on the size you have, um, for a sneaker. And they, they sell all the time. If they come up for sale, a store will buy them. Uh, some famous dude or like kids, I mean, Jeff Bezos' kids will buy them. Like it's it's fucking people who just don't give a shit about money. They'll they'll buy those shoes all the time. So, no, I mean I've got a pair of Jordan Rookie of the Years I wore twice. If I kept them new, I bought them for a hundred and seventy bucks. Those bitches are worth six hundred and fifty bucks. And even though I wore them, don't tell still- anybody. Yeah, I could still get right? no, no. I could still get four fifty for a worn pair. Like, even though I wore them, they're still worth that much money because people just want them. They That's made fucking. Crazy I don't know. It's the sneaker game. It's weird, but yeah, those those sneakers. If I could get them, I would buy them. I d- I don't think we're gonna be able to buy them. Um, uh, don't worry, eight thousand pairs made. But don't worry, Frank. It's cool. The twenty twenty original authentic twenty twenty Dior Air One Low OG Wolf Gray. Um. If we go in, we could buy multiple pairs, and the more you buy, the lower they are. So <laughs> you're right, and the Nike symbol's cut out, right? Yeah, it is. And it just says DR. It yeah. doesn't say Dior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, saw that too. It's it's like so. Google is going to get in trouble for this shit at some point. Yeah, this because Alibaba did, fake. and Amazon did, <laughs> and Google will eventually get in trouble with it. Uh, there is a bunch of resale sneakers being purchased that are fakes yeah this doesn't even look kind of real (laughs) yeah but they they look really pretty accurate no those don't the ones that you you pulled up don't but there are plenty of sites that make almost the real thing and i don't have an issue with it i'll buy those if i can't actually obtain the other one i don't have a problem it's a cool sneaker but um the uh (laughs) The trouble that eBay got into and the trouble that uh, 
some of the other reselling sites Alibaba got into for just actively promoting fake sneakers. Amazon, Amazon lost all their rights to Nike products because they, they would like if you pulled up, I don't know, a Nike Vapor Max, right? Like just a running shoe. You pull that up, there'd be like five Chinese buy here sites, right? For $78 cheaper than the actual shoe. And they were fake shoes. <laughs> so people would go and be like, oh God, I'm getting a deal. And you're like, on a fake shoe you are. And then they'd fall apart in two days and people would get really pissed. So Amazon got their, their Nike rights pulled because they were selling just silhouettes of shoes instead of actual running shoes. Huh. Kind of funny. I found a really cool uh, Dior Air T-shirt. It's a Dior One inspired T-shirt on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just tell you right now. The we, they, we, the the, the clothing sh- that comes with this shoe is actually really cool. This ain't it. This ain't Which, it. <laughs> let's see that one. <laughs> Do you see? No, one? that's not actually ah! the shoe. <laughs> that's not. Look at that. Oh god, that is yeah. sick. No. <laughs> It's sick. As somebody got a screen printer. Shirt. Somebody got a screen printer and just uh, decided yeah. to draw a Nike swish. On. Just did it all offset too. Oh that's well, that's crazy. the that's the style, Frank. You know nothing about style, so it's I wouldn't expect you to style. acknowledge it. But off-centered is exactly the way all clothing. That's what everybody's made. looking for. Yeah, everybody's looking. If it's for a that. little off kilter too, is it blurry? Yes, that's what I want. I want uh-huh. that. I don't want any crisp, clean-looking shit. I want it to look like it's dial-up. That's what the, that's what that style is called. It's called dial-up. It's called dial-up. Okay. So no, but so the brand, so Jordan brand, and I'll stop the sneaker talk after this. But they they really are trying to um, cater more towards the kids who wanted Jordans as kids and now are adults. You know, so they're bringing out some of these collaborations with fashion brands and shit that i mean if if only you you buy it to resell right because you know people appreciate that collaboration there is serious money to be made um if you can obtain the product so i find it interesting i collect and sell some jordans uh, mostly ones threes and then i do nike blazers air max ones and air max 90s but um yeah, if, if you can find the niche and you understand what the public likes, you can buy a couple extra pairs of everything that you want and you can resell it and it'll pay for your pair. Easy. Uh, sometimes multiple times over. <clears throat> so huh. it, it's it's not a bad industry. Huh. Yeah. Huh. I just uh, that's a lot to drop on a shoe. It's a... Yeah. Two gram? Two, yeah. Two two grand is a lot to drop on a shoe, for me. Yeah, sure, but for I mean, dude, the the, the the okay. So let's say two grand, right? And you are the 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 fucking low end of that resale curve. You need to get rid of it today, and you sell it for nine. Yeah, what are you happens? Hate if, yourself what happens it? if I try to get rid of it, and everybody's like, "Nah, I don't want that shit." No, that's <laughs> not a two thousand dollar shoe. <laughs> no, so you you don't understand this culture. I know I don't, it, and that's what's it, funny it to me. To never hear happen that way. It will that, never fucking happen that way. Frank, if I had told you any other commodity was done this way, you would fucking hit me with an economics lecture that would still be rolling no. three years later. No, it's 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 literally it's it is an industry driven by scarcity. 
I get intentionally it. created scarcity. It makes total sense. Th- then that to me seems even more sketchy. Like it's intentionally created. Like I, it's you would scream De Beers diamonds at me for fucking thirty minutes. Absolutely, <laughs> that is the model they're following. It's but totally it's what shoes. they're doing. It's. It's I, I, I understand what you're saying, me. but it's a valid economic model. It's not bullshit. So <laughs> if you if you sit there and you think Dior and Jordan make 8,000 pairs, 4,000 high top ones, 4,000 low top ones, okay? Think about the number of millionaires slash billionaires in this world or right, with kids <laughs> or younger billionaires uh, and billionaires. There are significantly more than there are Jordan Dior collab pairs. Okay. Now think about the guy who's been saving up for his grail pair. So your market is way fucking bigger than what this shoe can supply. So you going and buying it for two grand and needing to push it. Maybe you can't wait for the person who's willing to buy it for 13, but fuck it, man. Sell it for ten. I bet you would find someone instantly willing to buy it for you uh, from you for ten, if you list it for ten. That's how crazy the shoe market is. If you're willing to take a 15 percent cut in profit, you'll flip that shit in half a day. It'll be quick. You're out of it. Move on. Um, so that's how these kids operate, man. It's. I, I think it's funny because I think we're going to eventually look back on this time. And we're going to see e-commerce changing. And I think, Willem, I've already shown you a couple of instances, but uh, these, these kids with, with, with shoe bots are pushing platforms like Shopify to be extremely efficient, extremely smart about how they're, they're balancing load um, on the front end, so, on the back end so that they don't crash the front end. Um, they're being phenomenally uh, 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 smart about how they try to bypass. So um, Shopify's CTO is actively trying to kill sneaker bots because it, it limits what people can buy when a release happens. And he's got a battle between the top sneaker bot developers in the game and himself and his team. Um, and it, the battle always like goes two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, you know. So um, Shopify will come up with some new bot detection algorithms and the kids will figure it out. And these kids are like 20, 22, 23, fucking in, incredibly smart developers um, selling sneaker uh, auto checkout uh, programs for anywhere from 200 to five hundred dollars um for every six months uh and if you have a key which is a software license key to these bots so there's a bot out there called cyber if you have a key to cyber you can buy cyber for about 250 300 bucks i i think that's the retail price um you can resell cyber for three thousand bucks okay i just want to say i wish these people were working on solving cancer Sure, but they will be. <laughs> these are kids in college trying to make a living while they're in college learning stuff. Like most of these kids are 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 are, are moving on to something else. But right now, it is a f- people will write books about the sneaker game going on right now. I promise you, it is fascinating. These kids are fucking incredibly smart. They're writing code that uh, 
like the CTO of Shopify said any sneaker bot developer, if you're willing to give up your sneaker bot and, and come work for us, I'll pay you double what you're making right now. Period. He said that these kids are making 500 grand a year in college selling code so that you can auto check out on websites and they're killing a platform like Shopify with thousands of developers behind it. Like I, I, it's, it's fucking impressive. I'm like, I've got to give all of them a lot of props. Cause it's, it honestly is, it's a battle of minds, but it's also these kids are dedicated to <laughs> like buying as many fucking sneakers as they can. It's just crazy. <laughs> Fucking mind-boggling. I, it's, it's so <laughs> Willem, have you have you it's the best like, way to look, put it, Brian? <laughs> have you looked into this at all? Uh, no, not beyond what you sent me, but it was interesting. I mean, it is cool. Like, I agree with everything you said. Um, it's one of those things where the the hackers are like the best security experts, kind of thing. You know, like the the guy who's robbed the bank is the best guy to hire to secure your Same kind of thing. Yeah. It's what I find really interesting about it. And we'll move on um, is the, 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 the CTO, right? So the top, the the chief technology officer, is that who that is? Huh? The chief technology officer. Yeah. The chief technology. Yeah. So Shopify is probably, anywhere from like five to 10 times as efficient as amazon.com when it comes to traffic management at any given time, but it's not, it's not perfect. It's not that good. It it will get better. Okay. Um, So it still crashes all the time. Amazon doesn't crash as often because they have a lot of distributed shit and like, it's a very different concept, but um, anyways, uh, the, 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 the CTO of Shopify has has multiple times uh, reached out to the top sneaker bot developer and and they go back and forth on Twitter all the time. If you want to follow it, it's at offline is the guy that developed cyber. Um, so cyber soul is what it's called. Um, the sneaker bot's been in, in the business for about three years um, and it's it, the resale on it's anywhere from 4,500 to $6,000. Um, if you want the license key. Um, so this guy, 24, 25 ish, uh, has actively communicated back and forth. They've been on conference calls with the CTO of, 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 uh, Shopify. And, uh, the other day, uh, he tweeted at the CTO that, Hey guys, uh, you guys killed bots. You can stop worrying about it now. Like bots are gone, whatever, whatever. And the CTO came back and he goes, okay, I'll send that to the team. They'll be happy, but we're not going away because it's just a fucking game. Like the coolest part about it is just the game back and forth. Like as soon as he figures out another way to get in there, you know, they're, they're going to exploit it. And eventually maybe the game goes away. But for right now, it's, it's a fun thing to watch um, in a community that I'm a part of and enjoy. And, you know, all the resale stuff also is exciting, but there's other parts of it that draws people into it's fucking wild. I, I it's so wild. okay. Well, we're joined by uh, another lovely, uh, lovely entity this evening from Tulsa. Parker, how are you doing, buddy? 
Hello, guys. I'm well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. God, yeah. we have not seen you in a while. I know. Thanks for having me back on the cast after that whole sexual harassment case that you waged against me. <laughs> Frank admitted that was frivolous. Dude, he says so, wait, we like a thick mountain beard. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. we settled out of court. That was never supposed to make it to the air. Well, also, the way Frank said it was like, Parker showed up with goddamn face tattoos. And he's like, well, we haven't seen I mean, you in a long time. Wow. It's been a Parker minute. Looks I, like, yeah. I look like Grizzly. Looks like he's about to be. I know you look like you're about to be hunting alligators in the fucking Louisiana swamps. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm hoping to make the no fly list by come like July or August. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Classy. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe there was a joke there. That's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the United States will wage a, a war against me. I don't. Uh, I'm yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. All I could think of now are just planes flying into Parker's dick jokes right now. <laughs> oh boy, boy, yeah. Tower Seven did not fall on its own. <laughs> that was. <laughs> are we back to that? <laughs> I, w- I I was gonna go there, and then I was gonna go back to like that's they kept fucking with your samples that you were providing after your your snip snip surgery. That's right. Yeah. Playing psychological warfare with you at that point. Yeah, that was that was a weird yeah. weird time in my life there, man. <laughs> we just call that a strong. It's a strong foundation Frank between and- the whole operation and like the random people coming in and looking at me, and they're like, wow. That's really impressive that they can turn a vagina into that small little weenie. <laughs> Frank and um, Brian call and sing you Happy Vasectomy Day. That happened as well. That was a weird six months there. <laughs> it got real dark. Yeah, last time I dropped a sample off, I had to get my temperature taken. That was strange. Oh, Christ. Yeah, yeah that's weird. Your temperature or your sample temperature? Well, both, you know, okay, it's kind of yeah. like a urinalysis. It's got to be certain degrees. <laughs> they dip it. They dip null it. In, and void. They dip it in the sample. Then they take the same thermometer. Don't wipe it off. Just put it in your backside. Make sure that's the best. That's how you get a more accurate temperature reading. Well, the secretary gargled it. She's like, "Yeah, that's ninety-eight-six. <laughs> that's ninety-eight-six. <laughs> She's like, "I've been doing this. A, I've been doing this a long ass time. Been doing this longer than you've been alive, kid." And they allow her to smoke at the front desk. It's fucking weird. It's man. wild. Yeah, that is really strange. Yeah. So thanks for having me. <laughs> it has been a minute. Oh, I'm happy to be on. I was so happy that Villain replied and said yes that you guys were still rolling. Yeah, uh, we're happy you're on, man. Yes. Uh, I saw you were drinking something. I know what it is, but you want to tell the the, the people what you're drinking? <sighs> yes, it's my go-to. My um reason for borderline alcoholism during quarantine and my favorite purchase at Costco F5 <laughs> Ale works <laughs> I have to say that's that's my dad's also yeah man you're not, so you're, not part of the, you're not part of the uh, Costco boycott Parker uh no I love that place I would wear a goddamn hat <laughs> if they made me go <laughs> I would do it you can only come in one at a time. You can only have your favorite personal item with you, plus your wallet. Dude, and if they made me crab walk for the store, I would do it. <laughs> two, hour, two hours maximum. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good deal on the F5 there too. Oh my gosh, because it's you know that's eleven, twelve dollars for a six pack at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, there you can get two twelve packs for something stupid. It's like twenty six dollars. Yeah. Yeah, Sounds it's just it. you'd be dumb not to. <laughs> Parker's like, that's why I buy two cases every time I go in. I mean, it just makes fiscal sense. Yeah. You should start explaining it the way Frank explains Shoebot buying, uh, the way you're buying and reselling F5 by the case. Hey, hey, I should I should sell individual things. You all targeted in the streets and killed by NYPD or something. You all are making fun of sneaker bots. There is a bot out there where if you need to get a uh, a delivery slot secured at your local Whole Foods or HEB. There's a bot for that. Hmm. Frank, I want to be very clear. I'm not making fun of the bots. I'm making fun of you. And that's therein lies the difference. I want to make sure we're very clear. Yeah, but I just don't understand. I'm just a share of knowledge out here. <laughs> I know. But, but, you can choose to accept or not accept the knowledge. It's, it is knowledge. But how do you you pay like $100 for that uh, bot for your uh, $20 HB groceries? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> it's possible. I don't know what that guy's charging. Go look at BirdBot. BirdBot's out there sneaking up uh, switches and HEB slots. Wow. Uh, you know, anything, anything online can be botted. It seems like real entry level. They're like, well, it's you just not. start now, so we're going to put you on the grocery store game. And... <laughs> can we get a DMV bot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, we're, call- we're going to call this eventually DMV. at some point, we're calling this Bots the Movie. And it's just going to be a, a company... Instead of Silicon Valley, where it's like fucking Pinocchio and whatnot, um, not Pinocchio. What's that? Peter Pan. Um, we're going to call what? this company bots, mm. and then at the entry level, you're doing grocery slots, and then going yeah. up, going up, going up, moving all the way to the sneaker game. Damn, that's right. Uh, Maybe even airlines. Oh. You could probably bot airline uh, tickets. Yeah, but you could. Yeah, you can. You don't. You don't need that. There was a four hundred dollar round trip ticket to Thailand come across That's like my email. Four hundred dollars. So, they're they're yep. hard up. Yeah, but you could always. So once airlines decide that you can change the name, so that's the funny thing, right? So. Hey, I'm not going to go into it. Fine. I'm, I'm okay. going to get way too deep into why bots work. And it's funny yeah. as fuck because they just rely on people misspelling shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's terrifying. All of, all of the algorithms that are supposed to pick up multiple orders apparently don't look for the difference between ST and street. So you can put bluff ST, bluff street, and they're like, oh, I got a different person. <laughs> fuck it send it wow <laughs> there must be two brian's in fucking <laughs> in this one town yeah oh, yeah god uh well that's true i mean in stillwater we we all know that there is a point there's an intersection where lakeview and lakeview fucking meet up i think it was that's what it was right lakeview and lakeview and husband and husband meet up at one yep. point which that's always what i always ordered our pizzas to those points yeah that makes sense just to just to <laughs> keep people on their toes as delivery drivers are <laughs> are, are you yeah, a local? before same-sex marriage was legalized too so Thank they were you. like what the fuck you, husband you, and husband yeah yeah husband <laughs> and husband came together Everybody's i'm not like, delivering there <laughs> god damn it no, no. <laughs> they took oh, my job. <laughs> everybody get a pile Hey, uh, Derek, you inspired me tonight. You really did. You oh, yeah? Uh, so you're talking about New Belgium Triple. I was like, ah, I really want a fucking mm-hmm. Belgian Golden Strong. It'd be great. 
And I was like, oh, yeah, I have one. Manhattan Project called Wise Monkey. Oh, okay. Nice. It's a uh, 10% Belgian Golden Strong, and it is goddamn delicious. Hey, what's the significance of that name? Wise Monkeys? Oh, yeah. for Manhattan Project? I don't know. Yeah, was that like a group of I think, bombers or something? Or I don't know. The The monkey they have on here is holding his hands over his mouth like the Speak No Evil monkey. You know, the Hear No uh, Evil, Speak No Evil. Yeah, monkey, yeah. Whatever. But that's a different nomenclature for them. It is. They're... they're so maybe the Bikini Atoll thing got them thinking. I maybe this came out before Bikini Atoll or right really? at the same time. Yeah. Well, I, there's got to be some relevance to. Why I'm sure there. Well, I mean, I fucking Parker, you. If asked. if only we had like a way to search. I know if there was like things. one place that I could go to to find answers on things. What's the name of it? Um, it's Manhattan. Uh, the Manhattan Project Beer Company. This is Bikini at or Jesus Christ, Wise Monkeys, which I'm just going to their website and looking it up because they do a really good job of explaining uh, things there. Well, yeah. you're right. It is the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Three right? monkeys. Interesting, but I wonder how that ties into We will get to the bottom of this. Yes. There's gonna be a thirty minute symposium. There's probably a fucking dateline NBC. There's probably a good chunk of fucking people listening who already know why and they're just yelling at their machines. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll have stories about the eloquent become a drinking tour with ten percenters, man have brothers secrecy. We all know there are no secrets after a couple of big beers. Oh gosh. It's it's just the talking about speak no evil. It's the uh, keeping secrets of uh, the Manhattan Project in general. Oh, oh like just yeah. like the first rule of uh, Manhattan Project is we don't talk about Manhattan Project. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, that's that's the second rule. Oh, got it. Yeah. Uh, the first rule is we just don't mention them. Have you guys watched Tiger King? Yeah. Have oh. you guys already talked about it? Uh, yeah, multiple times. Yeah. Okay. You're late Most to the game. Move I on. Know. Hey, actually, well, look at what I'm drinking I, out of tonight. Oh, that is oh. awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm still Dude. waiting on mine. Uh, I just, I, you know uh, what? Let me hold on, Parker. Let me address this yeah. real quick. Uh, Frank, two things came up. One, the UPS store by my house closed down because it was not essential. Uh, and then second, and more importantly, I drank all the beer that I bought to give to you, so I've got to buy more beer to send with your glass because I feel like it's like giving a wallet without money in it. You can't give a beer glass no, to it's someone fair. without, it's fair. without it's beer. Fair. Also, I, know, I know you waited quite a bit for your Yeti, so I get it. Technically still waiting for my Yeti, <laughs> but... Yeah, and but No, I gave, I gave you yours. You gave me an Arctic. You gave it... Yeah, the, the oh, best choice Oh, motherfucker, get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to be paid... <laughs> Damn. I don't want to be petty about it, but... Uh, it was at Ozark Trail, I think. <laughs> you know what, Frank? I actually just had... like That was like four year, almost four years ago at this point, and I had to decommission that Arctic Cup finally like last month or month before last. Was it leaching cobalt into your drinks or something? <laughs> no, I dropped it so many times that the bottom was, was so dented. fucked up. like It wouldn't sit level on a, on a table anymore. And I was like, this, nice. this isn't fun. But I, I do use it for... Around the house things. It's nice. All right. Yeah. Well, that was a good throwback joke. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Parker. Funny. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. I all I gotta say, and we can move on, is um, am I the only one that wanted to pull my fucking hair out anytime that Rick Kirkham guy from Inside Edition was talking? 
Oh, the smarmy looking dude who. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's got terrible teeth. Looks like he's been doing meth and like six pots of coffee a day for he's, the last twenty years. He's the guy from Dallas uh, who yes. was like the and, original producer of his online show. I, my brother was telling me that guy actually did meth. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Well, I, I believe he smoked it out of a fucking forty watt light bulb. <laughs> like, he definitely. Hey, but Parker, I don't know. His Parker, Parker, Parker. Me. Yeah, sorry. It's Dallas. What? Uh, wherever he, yeah. It was that's first off forty watt light bulb meth smoking. Very specific. Very great. I appreciate that. Very Oklahoma of you. I, that yes. is, that brings out the terroir in the meth when you smoke it out of a light <laughs> the bulb. It really does. It's like a snifter glass for meth. Swirl it around in there before you hit it with a lighter. It's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ooh, ooh! Is this? Ooh. Did you put? Is this actual Drano? This is actual Drano. <laughs> this isn't the Walmart knockoff. This is good shit. Mm. This is aged four hours. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did you get this amphetamine from? I'm picking up hints of of uh, like uh, faux... Mexico and China in this amphetamine. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm getting this I'm economy. <laughs> yeah, in this economy. <laughs> In this post 9/11 world, do I do I pick up wood paneling in this fucking mat? Did yeah. you use foam? in every economy? Time to get global. And this was aged in Sudafed barrels. Sudafed. That's a little office reference for you guys. In every economy, we're trying to take go global or something like that. Oh shit! What are you talking about? Starting Michael Scott favorite company. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yep. Every in this economy, in every economy. The other day, so, I had two laptops open hey, and my phone. Sorry, all three of them went off at the same time. I go, it's like goddamn wolf in this place right now. <laughs> Very proud of myself. <laughs> so, so uh, not to derail, but. Dick and Jane, fantastic fucking movie. But fun in a greater with, sense, to no, derail. <laughs> yeah, but fun with Dick and Jane is such a fucking good movie. Like I totally forgot about that movie. And I came so up. How did you get from what we were talking yeah. about to that? No, because it's similar. So the, the humor in the office and fun with Dick and Jane are very similar. Like it's it's actually really funny. <laughs> Parker. I don't want to just gloss over Tiger King because I that is so close to my home in yeah. physical, literal, in in all senses, very close to home. I fucking love Tiger King. It, it, it literally makes me feel like a, it's like a class reunion. Dude, did you watch the eighth episode with Joe uh, Joe, Joe McPhail? <laughs> that was hilarious. I've always liked him. I think he's the knockoff Ryan Seacrest. Um, but funnier, and some of the shit he hit them with was really fucking funny. And also, Lauren, she's hot. Which one's Lauren? Uh, Lauren, the Jeff Lowe's. Oh, his wife. Wife. Uh, yeah. I, I heard their nanny is my favorite yeah. question. That Joel. That was the first question that Joel McHale asked yeah. them when when the when Jeff and his wife were on. He was like, "So how's the nanny working out?" And they're like, "Yeah, she's good." I'm like, yeah, "Y'all are gross." <clears throat> I don't even one, y'all are gross. Two, I don't think the nanny's actually real. And three, no. they're fucking. No, gross. the nanny's only there for the threesome. That's it. I don't. Again, I don't think the nanny's real. I'm just gonna go ahead. And no, say it. I I do think the nanny's real. Like I think that dude just draws people in. Hey, have guys, I he does. Into these things, it's it's very weird. It is very cult like. 
the nanny is real, and uh, they're very weird people. You can, <laughs> Do you subscribe? Or? A yeah. Real person. No, I mean, I, like, they had response video. Like, they did not like how they were portrayed in Titan. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, just it's it's not even you don't even have to go Google really, just like kind of surface level research. Stumble upon it. On it sounds like Villum is not. an OnlyFans member. Uh, uh, how much is it a month? <laughs> Big Cat Tiger Rescue. Boom. That's all you need to know from there. Oh, nice. your oyster. The internet That's is your oyster. There's, th- there's like sweeping FBI investigations <laughs> going on where all of these people are caught up in a huge dragnet operation. <laughs> like, it's, it's insane. Apparently, there's more uh, captured tigers in the U.S. than there are in the wild. Oh, Joe Rogan across the world. Yeah. Joe Rogan's been yelling that there are more tigers in captivity in the state of Texas it's than there are weird. in the rest of the United in the rest of the weird world. Weird as fuck, dude. It's so weird. Mm, it's, this is like a whole thing. It's, it's kind of concerning. Like we laugh about the culture of these people or whatever, but like it's weird. And it's like not not great. I mean, no oh, it's animal abuse, A. B. Yeah. Uh it's fucked up that people still go to these places. So when 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 okay. I understand Americans, not necessarily the most uh, conservationist on earth. I get that. Uh, it's cool to go pet an alligator, but it's also wrong to pet an alligator. It's cool to go see some monkeys and pet them. It's also wrong to do that. Like, you're supporting an industry that does not need to exist in this country. That entire park that they're showing you, it could just be part of another reserve where you could keep actual native species to this country that don't need to be under threat. And, you know, like I just, people are like, Oh yeah, there are zebras in the middle of Texas. And I'm like, yeah, that'll be the last thing I go to see. Cause I've literally seen zebras where they're supposed to be. And you imported them for fucking entertainment. Listen, God. in an area where they can't roam zebras in Africa, roam all the way from Tanzania down to the equator and back up depending on the season. They're like fucking migratory animals. You can't so just keep you, them on a fucking range. In general? Absolutely. I don't fucking go to zoos. I'll never go to them. Like I just it's, it's so I think Villem and I have a very similar experience where we grew up seeing things in the wild and seeing them in a zoo is just heartbreaking. Like I, fucking, I can't I've never seen I can't them. Do it. I've never seen. Sorry, anything. go ahead. I've never seen anything in the wild. I fucking hate zoos. I've seen them as animal yeah. prisons since I was a kid. I thought they were fucking weird, man. It's not like I remember going to SeaWorld San Antonio and seeing the fucking penguins, and I was like, "This seems fucking dumb." Like it's I don't care. Shit in San Antonio. Yeah, oh. like I know that there's Galapagos penguins, and I know how the fucking equator works. This ain't them. These are a complicated situation. I understand you... there are some that are like good and cold. I got in a full ass this like argument with a fucking junior at Loyola. Like you really get into the arguments. An intern at my job last summer was from Loyola. I'm sorry. Wait one second. He comes in with hot guys. Brian laid into an intern. Goddamn right. (laughs) You got to let him know where he fucking stands in the old pecking order right away. Turns out uh, his dad is the banker uh, for my company. Anyway, Fucking whatever. Hint, I'm the, not hint, going. the hint, Brian, 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 the hint in that sentence would have been he's from Loyola, Chicago. Mm. And he grew up in Uptown, or in, in fucking 
Highland Park in Dallas. Anyway, that would have been the verb. <laughs> that would have been. The- you know what I hit him? You know what I hit him with? Zoos are stupid, and they should all go fuck off. And he was like, "Well, no, some of them are actually conservation friendly." It was like, "Yeah, so is fucking the entire continent of Africa if you let them goddamn do it." But you don't. You decide to poach shit from them. No, that's true. And play God and bring them over to Texas and be like, no, God gave me the funds to do this. And I think the zebra needs to live here so we can enjoy it along with the fucking spiral no, but it's, it's, it's no different. It's no different than the people who go, we go to Africa to go hunting because that's part of conserving wildlife. It's not true. So when Americans go over there, they they do support the the conservation of the animal population because they pay an exorbitant amount of money to go shoot an animal. I mean, if we wanted to shoot the same animal, we pay one tenth of the price. Like Willem and I, we got group we talk over to, there. No, we would just talk to our family. These things go up for bid every year. Only so many people in Africa can afford them. And then the rest get farmed out. And then they're actually making a profit. The conservation piece is not what America buys. So, America pays a super premium to go hunt these animals. Um, most of the time in Africa, the, the understood premise is you buy it, you don't shoot it, you go on the trip, you shoot something else. That's how these things work. We don't shoot lions. We're way too respectful. We don't shoot cheetahs. But here, it's like, oh, yeah, I got the right to shoot a pre- cheetah, and I'm fucking conserving it, like Don Jr.'s dumbass. And he's like, oh, I shot a cheetah, I've shot a fucking lion, I've shot and then they find this fucking normally, unfortunately, Villain would probably agree to this, this fucking ignorant white Afrikaner who's gonna be out there like, oh yeah, Don Jr. came out to the farm and they'll like set him up with a cheetah to shoot in a fucking barrel. And then now we've got a cheetah and we've got a picture with Don Jr. and the cheetah. It's it's shameful. Like Americans need to stop supporting this industry, period. Just stop fucking like thinking you should have a right to shoot anything beyond antelope um, in Africa. You just don't. Don't shoot elephants. Don't shoot giraffe. Don't shoot fucking will shoot wildebeest. They're antelope. Don't shoot uh, buffalo. Uh, don't shoot cheetahs. Don't shoot lion. You know, like just uh, the things that are majestic, just fucking leave them. There's no reason to shoot them. I mean, and then additionally, there's definitely no reason to have them in America. Like fuck, fuck and- off with that bullshit. Francois, your rant is to like the top point one one or oh oh one percent of the people. Uh, well, it's, I'm, it's, I'm not it's, going over there. It's the, no, anything, right? It's the, no, it's the hunters, but it's also if you're if you're supporting yeah, the industry. Yeah, but if you're supporting the industry here, right in the zoos, you're also supporting the 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 fallacy of conservation, right? So. To Brian's point, to Willem's point, to Parker's point, it's it's they they always sell it as like, oh, we're conserving the cheetah population. Africa doesn't need help doing that. If you stopped shooting cheetah in Africa and did not hold them in captivity here for your own entertainment, we'd be fine. Like we don't ever go to um <laughs> Wow. We don't ever go to uh, America and go, can you give us some cheetah back? That doesn't happen. <laughs> like, it's, there's never a scenario where we go, can you bring some of those leopards over? We ran out. It doesn't. <laughs> we have our own program. So, <laughs> big cheetah. So it's, it's ca- captivity, and that, that's a whole other thing, introducing animals from captivity. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. It's just, 
that what they sell zoos in America as is no different than the zoo in Thailand or China or Vietnam or fucking Spain or anywhere. It's this fucking zoo. It's not there to conserve things. It's there to teach people stuff. I understand that. Um, if you take an animal from the circus and bring it in and you can teach someone about a cheetah for a while, cool. Don't breed in captivity. It's not what these animals are meant for. If you run out of a cheetah, you're out of a cheetah. Move on. Like, it's just, you can ethically run a zoo, and it can be safe, and it can be a conservatory, but you can very, very easily fall into the trap of needing to do it for money, and that's apparently what everybody wants to do. So, Mm. I don't support zoos. That's just my view. Hey, man, capitalism. Yeah, it's always capitalism. (laughs) It's the fucking most (laughs) evil thing. Could you imagine shooting a giraffe? Like, I would oh. feel like such a piece of shit. Can't make you feel like, good. Like, like shooting a manatee or a fucking koala bear. Hey, hold on. Absolutely. Uh, I would shoot a manatee. I would shoot a fucking no! sea cow. No! I right like manatees, face. man. Nah. They're super sweet. Fuck no. They're awesome. I used to date a manatee in high school. I, wow. So I've, I've seen manatees mate <laughs> on accident. Wow. You and, actually uh, dated one. Derek walked in on one. He was like, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, well, oh, to be, I, this to be fair, it's a... It's a 36-hour process, and Derek just stumbled upon one at one point. <laughs> no, it was it was weird because it was on a beach in Florida, and I was there for oh. work. And the, the, the news was out there, and it was five du- dude manatees chasing Ooh. this female manatee. How and it's essentially like a like gang rape process. <laughs> oh damn! And they beached her. Oh, it's like I was like out <laughs> running on the beach, and I come across this, and like you have the news people there. I'm like, what's going on? And yeah, it's should we? Wow! Oh, my God, did they well, like come ducks. up on the beach and try to do her too? Yeah. <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that was it was a weird weird thing because they weren't they're not normally out in the ocean like that. They're normally kind of in the the swamp shallows. Yeah, yeah, right. man. I about uh, shit all over my thighs one time. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> if you guys remember when I interned down, he was out there cleaning up the BP walls. No, but... no. When I interned at the nuke plant. Oh, yeah, that's true. North that was right Tampa. after. Yeah. No, that was 2008. Oh, okay. Fair um, enough. Sorry, I don't mean to make up facts. Well, mm. you know, it happens sometimes. Um. Anyhow, I was out kayaking. In the in the channel in the like Derek's saying they like to come inland and for the warm water, um, and I had had a few to drink and I was out there kayaking and it was like midnight or something and out of nowhere this manatee unbeknownst to me comes up and it you know it's a mammal it's got a blowhole so it comes up and you know those some bitches will stay down for like thirty minutes so this was a lot of air it was exhausting. And it was like four feet from my kayak. And I about, I thought I was dying for the first like two seconds of this thing. I thought I was dead. I didn't know what was going on until I came to and realized that a manatee had just surfaced and just, yeah, it was uh, really scary, really scary. So that's my manatee experience. Yeah. So they attribute um, kind of the legend of mermaids to sailors seeing manatees. It's one of the things. Yeah, so, sailors must have been so, really fucked up. The plus-sized well, mermaids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The sirens <laughs> leading them into the rocks. I felt like sailors were trying to trying to get fucked 
like all the time. So they were just yeah. like, obviously, that's what this is. I, I What's that thing floating over there? I'm going to go bang it. Yeah, I'm probably, it's got a hole in it. I'm going to stick my dick in it. Hey, Jerry, Jerry, please sit down. You're, no, the boat's, no, no, you can't bring that thing back up here. Oh, God damn it. Jerry thinks he hooked yeah, another man. mermaid. We ran into the rocks again, Jerry. God damn it. You had one so, fucking job. So manatees are fucking awesome. Mm, debatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not debatable. debatable. Dude, like, <laughs> you know, propellers kills a manatee. Yeah. Like a propeller yeah. tears yeah. them to shit because they can't move out the way. It's a giant boat. You should hear it coming. Fuck out of the way. It's like, no, oh, ooh, they literally a, can't move. I get hit by a train. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like me if I fucking, live underwater. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like a fucking manatee, Parker. <laughs> it's the Parker of the sea. <laughs> yeah. Manatees are the Parker of the sea. So, okay, so manatees—they're—they're they're definitely cool. Mm. Um, let's get back to the point. Stop fucking going to zoos. Like, just fucking stop it. Okay, I understand. There's going to be some sacrificial lambs out there, elephants, whatever. But if we stop supporting this shit. We're going to be in a better spot. Even these safari parks, I understand they're cool. I get it. It's cool. The amount of range that these animals have, right? Not nearly fucking enough. Like zebras and 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 wildebeest migrate together. Have you ever seen the wildebeest migration? It is a fucking 3000 kilometer trek. From the equator of Africa all the way up to First off, um, made Tanzania up, and back. Made up distances. So, I don't know what 3,000 kilometers true. And can you pronounce zebra like the Englishmen do? Zebra? Nil. Zebra. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, obviously, that's zebra. how it's meant to be so, pronounced. I thought you said zero, not zebra. No. no. Zebra. Zebra. Okay, so like the amount of, 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 of land that these animals cover, it's not fair. So just let's just fucking stop. You know, we all have planet Earth. When 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 South Africa wants to see the American buffalo, we don't go. Let's bring some buffalo and fucking put them like in a little zoo up there in 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 in, in Sinin and everybody go visit the buffalo. We don't do that. We're like, oh, maybe we'll see them on TV, and then maybe one day I'm lucky enough to go see them. In America, they go, oh, just bring the buffalo here. We'll just fucking, you know, just bring them right here to the Brooklyn Zoo. We'll just put them right there, the Bronx, you know, just fucking let's go see them. There's a 10 by 12 piece of concrete. Yeah. Put them right there. Just think about how fucked up that is. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. Do they really have an American bison at the Brooklyn Zoo? Yes, they probably do. (laughs) Yes. Probably. <laughs> I just I mean, want to no, let dude, that sink could in. Could you imagine? Do you think anybody in, 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 in fucking Manhattan is going to go out to North Dakota to go see an American bison? No, no it's fine. I'm not going to go to fucking Africa to see a goddamn hippopotamus in, in, in real life, so I'm just going to turn on Earth. <laughs> the point that I was making is and there's I'm, been none more... Yeah, my point is just wrong. I, I, it is. The point that I was trying to make was there's none more frank answer than that right there. Yeah! Oh, my God. Probably. There is an American bison at the Bronx, dude. <laughs> Are you fucking bullshitting me? This country. Holy shit. You, you all. Yes. Holy shit. You have an American bison enclosure at the Bronx fucking zoo. That explains Good. That explains wildlife conservation in this country to a T. Are they still endangered at this point? No, they're not. I mean, you can get a bison we, burger. You so. can get bison burgers. Yeah, they, 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 I mean, they, those. You know what I mean? Farm those. They do. I mean. Uh, 
They have babies quite a That's lot. That's what so is known as big pharma. Uh, um, big, oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Car- Cargill's like, just, mama, you're going to carry twins for the rest of this decade. Yeah. Just with this <laughs> small injection, you won't feel a thing. All right. Yeah, You've hey. just grown two, boop, boop. two uterus. That's what a bison does. So, so are you saying, in, sorry, bro, sorry, Derek, go ahead. I was going to say, I think the zoos are just from an outdated thing yep. where travel wasn't yeah. as convenient and we didn't have like, you know, the internet. technology to see yeah, yeah internet or yeah. The, the videos and stuff like and that. Well, now the bison but, can but, hop but, on a Zoom but, call. Hold on. There's a difference. Didn't have, didn't have the, 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 the technology, didn't have the money um, to travel, but had the money to import. So it, it made sense in that case that you could bring yeah, a live you, animal in and show people. You import it one time, yeah. right? You don't have, you know, 30,000 people yes. going going there. The fucked upness happened when people were able to go, shoot, and, and claim that the entire system existed for conservation. Like, the only, my only point is none of this exists for conservation. It's capitalism. So if you're going to a zoo thinking you're helping the cheetah population in sub-Saharan Africa, uh, show me a cheetah that's been put back in wild, uh, I don't know, Kruger National Park in the last 20 years that came from the Bronx Zoo. And then then maybe you could claim that. But until that happens, which it has never happened, um, just, you know, don't fool yourself. You're supporting an industry. These animals are caged and in captive and they don't get to decide so you know just respect the fact that people don't think zoos are right and won't go (laughs) all valid points frank now let's get back to parker's original point where uh the tiger king uh made those guys gay to be his husband (laughs) because that that was a part that fucking pissed me off the most it was forceful like i've heard like gay for the stay i've heard gay for pay i've never heard gay for meth I like. <laughs> I mean, that's like gay for pay. Really, it's kind of. I guess yeah, it's kind of with I consequences. Guess. But still, I mean, people do crazy stuff for drugs. I don't know. Yeah, like fucking. What's the craziest thing you've in, ever done for some weed, Parker? Enter into a like a fucking plural <laughs> marriage with a man who you're not attracted to for years. Not like it was. It wasn't like a six week <laughs> stay. <Wow>. Years. <laughs> also, also. Who you're willing to and rest his soul commit suicide for well, when you don't feel satisfied? He didn't. I mean, this is self-torture. Do that on purpose? No. Well, I, <laughs> eh, there's a lot to unpack with that situation, Frank. I wouldn't even go down did he, that did route. He not. Did he? Did he not? I, I don't know. This is it becomes know, a Tower dude. Seven theory with the fucking camera was right over his head. I know. Listen, yeah. I honestly that whole situation happened and I, I chuckled. I, I well, if it would have been nine eleven, that bad, camera would have been disabled that one day. Exactly. The fucking <laughs> antennas the antennas that he found on yeah. the top of the roof would have been broadcasting it right. to an offside. Right. I, Precisely. The, the part that killed so, me was Troy's face when he was so upset when he watched that man kill himself. Oh. What I'm that, sorry. And I know he didn't look like Troy, but he sounds just like Troy. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll still say fuck the Fed, you know? I mean, God damn it. It was the worst 
18 months of my life, he said. I was like, dude, you worked at the gun counter at Walmart, and this was way worse than that? What the fuck? Listen, I do do like the fact that this dude is now on a Netflix documentary, and he was brought up in life. No one expected shit out of him, right? Like, everybody was like, oh, yeah. Who are you talking about? Who are you going with? (laughs) No, the the fucking campaign manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he wasn't no, doing that. Oh, I'm no, 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 no. Sorry, manager. sorry, sorry, sorry. Not the campaign manager. <laughs> okay. I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> I'm backing off. What I meant was this is Joe's uh, first boyfriend. Okay. Yes. Uh, husband. People, yeah, husband. Please call him. By, use his <laughs> yeah, fucking well, title. Husband now. He put in yeah, his tenure. Imagine kissing right. Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody can. Give me a second. So, <laughs> yeah. I, so I just gotta get. Imagine yeah, going through life. Imagine going through life, right? Every, everybody's like, <laughs> that was good. Everybody's like, uh, yeah, we don't expect anything from old Mitch over here. He's just fucking, he's a shithead. Like, no one's thinking he's going anywhere. And then today, two months ago, he appears on the fucking number one documentary <laughs> on the planet, <laughs> streaming shirtless. <laughs> okay, the whole show. Shirtless. With a like, tattoo that says property of Joe Exotic in his and, bo- and below everybody's naval like, region. Everybody's like, Mitch went nowhere, but did he? You know, like, they're kind of, I don't know. I'm did saying, he make it? Did he not make it? I don't, I, it's a funny conundrum, that. I guess the question is, how do you define make it? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> if you make it onto a documentary where you are uh-huh. married to a man for 12 years, yeah, sure, he made it. Now, did he get paid anything for it? I'm sure he got paid some, but not enough <laughs> to erase <laughs> to 12 it, years to, of being married to Joe Exotic and Brian, his, in his Brian. master lock dickerings. No. Well, to, him, make it. <laughs> to him, to him he a, won the lottery 10, 10 times over. Oh, that's a heck of a direction. I, that, that was the thing that, his fucking Prince Albert is hilarious he, oh, yeah. he hung that shit on the wall padlocks yeah, dude <laughs> like people just apparently glossed over that scene like yeah. I don't hear anybody don't talking know, about no. it it's fucking that, that made thing, me cringe I've woken I've I've sat straight up in bed at 3am going Jesus Christ he put master locks in his dick hole <laughs> like that's, that's been my thought I'm like, not even just that <laughs> the camera panned, okay? They panned back to him. He didn't need to say shit. The master locks could have been on the wall, and he could have just been like, yeah, no, every once in a while we need a lock, and I like to keep it by the bed, whatever. Oh, yeah. He could have made up some shit. But his ass was like, oh, you know what that's for. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, that's for my Prince Albert. They don't, they don't make sell big, big enough. enough ones. Yeah. I yeah. again, that shit stuck with us. We know fucking the fucking weird. We know what he said after that. I unless I there's a lot to unpack there. I understand, and I'm okay with not having answers. Mm. But I need somebody else in this fucking world to acknowledge how <laughs> weird that shit was. And Dang. like it was, it was, it was weird and unnecessary. But like in the perfect unnecessary additional information. But in the most Joe Exotic way, I, I'm honestly yeah. that should be on his tombstone. Like they don't make Prince Albert rings big enough. Dead 2020. You know he's not gonna make it through the year. But, yeah, but you just know what like I mean? the like, engrave, the engraving is just a the fucking master lock. No, the, the tombstone yeah. itself. Was Joe hung like a horse or what? He had to have been. He, I, had to, I mean, the man's still I with don't us. Really know point. how we would. 
What if he just I went think you straight just, through? Dude, you could pen pal him in prison. I, I was going to say, we just ask him, honestly. I think, I think find a No Beer Left Behind needs to oh, like strike we did up a with, relationship. With your father's oh, day video? Oh, we could totally pen pal his ass. Dude. <laughs> no doubt about like, it. That's like our incline, insane clown posse uh, plan that we were going to try to. You know what? Enact. Yeah, but they never responded. They I bet Joe not. Exotic would respond. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. Oddly enough, the fucking media, the promoter for the Insane Clown Posse's The Gathering in Oklahoma City didn't respond to No Beer Left Behind's press request for from two years ago. We just needed one press pass, dude. Well, we're like, not going to get on. it because they fucking canceled The Gathering this year due to COVID-19, which, <sighs> fucking COVID. which oh, they said it the way their press release said was we want every juggalo to be happy and healthy so we're having to postpone the gathering for a year until next but that was coming at the time when greg abbott rolls his non-leg working ass up to the podium is like we need haircuts and then everyone was like yeah so i don't have to shoot coronavirus in the face and i don't know it was a whole fucking yeah and then actually someone in the press corps should have said greg why don't we have a 5k for covid yeah and he's and you like, lead the way. Yeah, you're first. We're running under these fucking old oak trees. Yeah, you fucking asshole. That dude's such a grifter. Okay, so um, terrible. You know the he other is. thing. I have a friend who's convinced that his legs actually work, and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck Greg Abbott. He's a shit, shit fucking governor. What, what's um, the leg thing? Oh, he was he's running in wheelchair. college. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair. He was running in college and in a really wealthy neighborhood uh, suburb of Houston, and a tree limb fell on him and paralyzed him, which is, he sued the owner of the tree. Because? Because? Texas. And no, no, no. They hadn't kept the tree properly. Yeah. So, so this limb should have been cut, is what he said. Yeah, and okay. in that lawsuit, that's how Greg Abbott made all the money that he has yep. kept made like five million dollars really? yeah yep, that was yep. that was what kickstarted his wealth fund yep. was that he's a lawsuit. real piece of shit greg abbott is the ultimate grifter he is a fucking dick wow well, i mean that sucks yep. that a fucking limb fell on though like that's just yeah that's pretty like that's bad, like bad wrong luck. man that's like either karma nope no nope. y'all come down to texas <laughs> no hold on hold on it's karma until you take the five million dollar reward or two million dollar reward and turn it into an evil anti fucking poor people anti fucking everybody agenda anti lawsuit agenda. Also, that, after yeah. you just took advantage of all of those laws and all of those things, Greg Abbott is a piece of shit human being. Like oh, I mean, no I, fucking doubt about it. No, for sure. But you. I mean, anybody in their right mind wouldn't take five mil for the usage of their leg. Well, no, sure, but after 70s. that, after that, you could you could take a lesson. What he did from there is yeah, where yeah, you where you could like have problems. Like, hey, this is cool. Let's take a hint. You this know, is cool. <laughs> yeah, like I got five <laughs> mil against tree limbs. Yeah, and and you know, like maybe other people should be able to do this <clears> too. And then he limited that right, and then was, they're like, oh. Well, it'd be also awesome if, you know, handicapped people could get access to everywhere. And he's like, well, I don't go there. So fuck those people, too. So he just he constantly just fucks everybody that he's taken advantage of. It, fuck was, that. it was six million dollars in 1984. Yeah. Oh, so that's quite a bit of money. That, yeah, I was going to yeah. say that that translates to a little differently. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you could probably. I'm gonna look at this. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> probably that's current day money. Month. It's like, let me do the calculation. Probably, it's like 13 uh, million. 15, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Had you sold your stocks in 2001, 2007, no, 99, 2007, 93. So, oh God, you should have bought into Microsoft back in 93. <laughs> Had you invested all of it into Apple? <laughs> so what year was it? Steve it was $15,220,000. $15, Damn it, Andrew. Equivalent. Yes. I said 15. Yeah. The price is right rule. Hey, hey, one. high five. High five. Thank you. Uh, if you want to Thank see what you. that, <laughs> so fucking dumb. There's did, just did a, you use the CPI calculator. I use dollartimes.com inflation calculator because uh-huh. you know, Derek, I turned to dollartimes.com for all of my dollar needs. Check out dollartimes.com, dollartimes.com. Use promo code NVLB and you'll receive nothing, absolutely fucking nothing. All right, remember Don Joko? <laughs> also, you'll receive nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing. <laughs> Derek, we, so, had a, we had a sponsor uh, one time. My dad was telling me what he made at his summer job um, when he was going to college. Yeah. And I, I put it into the like the government's thing. It's the CPI mm-hmm. uh, inflation calculator. And it was seventy thousand equivalent to $70,000 today. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself, dad. At a plant. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Summer work. I mean, like, like he was only working there for three months. But if he had like extrapolated out yeah. to 12. Like, yeah. Wow. There's not much. There's not much. I mean, I don't fucking don't make seventy grand a year. <laughs> Shit. Because he was able to pay for his college and then all of his living. And he had to that. walk to work uphill both ways. Yeah, but good news, it was only half mile from his house because you know. But he was making seventy k when he walked <laughs> to work. Up he wasn't paying for a car. So wasn't worked. paying gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was pulling some serious boy band ass with seventy k no a summer, just making it rain. My, yeah, I, 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 I was talking to my mom about like our family history. I'm like, yeah, where did y'all grow up? Where'd y'all do? You know, and uh, because you know, I only know shit to like the 1950s, and you know, my family came to Texas in goddamn wagons from Arkansas back in the day. So I was like, okay, yeah, I got some pretty cool shit. And we were walking through all these old houses they lived in, and my mom was like, "Yeah, our first house, you know, uh, your dad bought." And I was like, "What do you mean he bought?" He was. She was like, "Well, uh, he used his like Marine Corps signing bonus or some shit and bought a house." I was like, "Wait, hold on, how much were houses back then?" Yeah. <laughs> she told me I was like, "What the fuck?" Bought yeah, a goddamn twenty like k. Yeah, it was like I think their first house was like seventeen thousand dollars. Uh-huh. I was like, "You got Are you fucking kidding me right now?" <laughs> I was so pissed. I literally got up and walked away from the conversation. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, that's a lot of money. I was like, yeah, it is a lot of money. Yeah, like that might buy you the spare bedroom of a house fucking, nowadays. Not even, it's like a fucking... Go, hey, do the, the half do, bath downstairs. Do that, do that same calculator. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> our parents, 87, right? Okay. Put 20K in. Okay, well, I've got a... See what happened? What happened was I closed it, and I didn't know I was going to be called up upon. Oh, we're going to go back to dollarsigns.com. Dollarsigns.com. Dollar times. Get your best information okay. for capitalization. So what do you want me? To, what do you want me? Dollarsigns.com. Dollar times. What, what am I supposed this. to put in? Six million. Put in on the, 20, on the CPI. It's forty-six thousand. Yeah. Put in twenty k on that one. See what it is. So you're talking about absurdity. The expectation from today's family is absurdity mm. okay right, i'm just gonna laughingly put in opposite okay sorry i'm gonna do put it put in i bet a nice house back then probably cost you a hundred grand 
Put in a hundred oh, grand. Dude, you were living in a mansion. Sure, oh, but put in a hundred grand. Like let let's say you know for for income's oh. sake. It's a hundred grand. Okay, uh, let's just think of it reversely. From twenty twenty dollars to nineteen eighty seven dollars, my house would have cost one million three hundred twenty thousand, yeah. uh, thirty two thousand dollars. Wow. Yep. That's and fucking your, insane. Your parents would have never been able to afford it. Fuck so. no. Like living out there by Derek right now. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, don't don't even get me on that. <laughs> Derek's like, there's a 500 square foot box uh, that is actually thirty seven thousand dollars right now. Mm-hmm. Lease. It's a lease. Dude, I drove through Palo Alto like three months ago. And people were paying that for a Frank. You fucking... got to hit me up if you're in that that area, man. Well, I did last time, but you were. He wasn't there. No, I did. No, I did. But he was in uh, UC Davis. Like we could, we couldn't connect. It was just too far. Mm. Yeah, or like like the time time stuff didn't. Yeah, work. yeah, yeah. Because we were trying to link up like northwest of or northeast of uh, San Francisco, but I could, I didn't have a car. So I was oh, trying okay. to figure out how to do it. But um, yeah, next time I will because I do go to San Francisco quite often. But um, it's uh, it's interesting because. We're expected, and again, why our generation even believes that capitalism will work for our generation, I don't understand. Like, pure capitalism will not work for this generation. Um, You don't have to just abolish capitalism. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is there is a serious reconsideration that needs to happen with regards to um, taxation, which does in turn mean wealth distribution um, that will happen. It, it doesn't really matter how you feel about it. Similar to climate change, it will occur at some point. People are going to be like, yeah, you know, it kind of sucks that because if, if you look at the taxation curve at this point, the wealthy as a proportion of their income paid less tax than the poorest people in our society, it will change. Now you can believe that it won't, that's fair. I mean, I can believe that tomorrow it's going to be cloudy, even though the weatherman says it's going to rain the next day. You know, tomorrow's going to be sunny. We, we can all believe in whatever we want to, but the facts do matter. And <clears throat> in the end, um, this country will revert back to some form of drastic socialism um, greater than post-World War, well, pre-World War One. um Sorry, post World War One, pre World War Two, uh, will revert back to some drastic social labor movement um, in our lifetimes. I believe probably in the next ten to fifteen years, um, that will be uncomfortable for people who make money, um, and that will need to happen. I, I just, I don't, I don't see how we can get back to a movement where people can have reasonable expectations of return for their labor. Without that happening, it just won't. You know what'll help? Manatee skins. You gotta mm-hmm. skin manatees. Slaughter enough manatees. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah! Now y'all are still starting on that manatee train. Yeah. More more propellers. Mm-hmm. Less Fuck manatees. yeah! Just yeah. put mm-hmm. eight propellers on every boat that you put out in the ocean, just to make sure. You know what I mean? No, man. Like I'll, I'll put I'll put a like a real life example out there, right? So my tax assessment this year came in. 15% above my appraisal for my refinancing. Okay. So I'm trying to refinance the loan on the house and they're telling me your house 
is X number less than what your tax appraisal. So I'm like, okay, well now someone's wrong here. Who's wrong? Now you need to go to both societies and be like, you're wrong and you're wrong, right? Because for a, a refinancing appraisal, you're dealing with like mortgage insurance, whatever, whatever. Like you're dealing with a bunch of additional things, right? For a tax appraisal, you're dealing with owing taxes on that amount. So you're just like, what's the fucking battle here? Can we just agree on a number and just deal with the number? Instead of like the refinancing companies like, yeah, we've been getting a lot of low appraisals. So can you go out and get us a couple of comps in your neighborhood and we'll we'll submit it to our loan officers? And I'm like, me? I'm paying you. <laughs> Like, yeah, what are you paying them for, right? Nothing, nothing. In the end, you pay these fucks for nothing. Like, it's so fucking frustrating. I'm about ready to like just call it good and not fucking doing anything. Like, it's it's so fucking annoying. I think that's by design, isn't it? It absolutely is. But it's it's the reason that that poor people or or middle class or even upper middle class they don't get ahead. Like. <clears throat> the system is set up so that you keep churning and the top 1% never have to churn. Like Bezos is like, oh yeah, I've got all of this stock backing up anything I do. So just loan me money. And they lend him all the money. Um, and, and it's, it's dude, I know it's, it's, it's not a popular opinion, but pure capitalism in its own form um, will never work. Um, it has never worked for the average person. And quite frankly, I don't even know why we're still trying. Like well, it's, it's a fucking unacceptable system. I don't, I don't think that's an unpopular <clears throat> opinion, opinion, depending on what generation you ask. Yeah, so. that's probably true. That's probably true. Well, like, yeah, like our, I mean, our even just one generation removed, I think that, they would have a totally different view view of that. I mean, the dollar went further. There was more money to be had. Like making a living was much easier. Making ends meet was seemingly much easier. Um, so, in their view, capitalism, yeah, fuck yeah, capitalism. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, it's like, god damn, dude, it's hard to it's hard to make it. it really no, you is. can you can and make. In mi- like even middle class, upper middle class, it's in you know. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter what fuck they're poor though. You know they are absolutely they are so fucked. Like yeah. we're sitting here complaining about a paycheck that covers shit, and then having to decide what you spend the extra on. Precisely. Like, the The fact of the matter is, is if you're any less than that. You're never buying anything. Um, everything is leased or rented. Um, your, your life will never have a retirement included. Like we're, we're dealing with factual, like indentured servitude. Um, Essentially what you're saying is it's expensive to be poor. It is so expensive. And, and if you're, if you're, if you're trading opportunity cost in the long term. It's, it's, it's like the same, it's like inverted rich, right? Like you're living today better than you will live in the future. So 
it's it's a very fucked up situation and capitalism will and I know I've said this before I've said it since the beginning of the show um it will implode on itself in the same manner that communism did in the late 80s it's just you cannot you cannot give this much money to so few people and not have I mean listen I am by no means hurting and I am infuriated by how the system works. I can only imagine the amount of fucking anger that lives below me. And, and it's, it's, it's time. Like it's time to fuck this shit up. Like it's, we, we don't need permission to, it's not acceptable to live like this. It is not acceptable to tax people f- less than they should be able and, 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 are perfectly capable of affording. None of this is acceptable. It's not, but we keep voting and acting like it is like, it's our right to open up. Sure. But why the fuck can we not make sure the people are healthy and pay people to not be open? We easily could. We're the fucking richest country in the history of the world. And we don't have the money to make sure the people don't have to die. Like, no, we don't because the capitalists are running the system. Capitalism's fucked, man. Like I'm I'm sorry. I I am a I am a very passionate free market person, but free markets don't need capitalism. Um Australia's capitalist, though. Australia is and Australia's fucked at the moment. Okay. Their their system is completely completely americanized. The only capitalist system at Okay, thank you for uh, bearing with us. Sorry, we had some technical malfunctions on my end. Uh, but where we left off was Frank uh, drilling, running capitalism into the ground. Frank, Frank, in yeah. Austin, capitalism, bad thing. Kick it over to you. Frank, the tank. Yeah. It's one of those uber allist conversations. So, what? Um, I'm not smart yeah, enough for that. Dr- drilling it into the ground, I mean... You know, not not as deep as we do fracking, but maybe just just <laughs> just above that line. So, um, yeah. So Parker was asking or talking about Australia, and Australia is is a very similar model to the U.S. So it unfortunately is not a capitalistic model that is sustainable. So they have had a period of sustained growth. They're probably entering their first recession in the history of that country. Um, not sorry, not in the history, but in the history of modern day Australia. So since 1980 something, um, when they had uh, 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 mineral discoveries and oil, um, this is going to be one of their first recessions. It'll be a deep one. Uh, mineral uh, prices won't recover anytime soon. Um, additionally, oil prices will not recover anytime soon until we have flights happening, uh, because airlines use the most oil per capita on Earth. Um, so. Uh, yeah, Australia is not a good model. Where, where capitalism is working, though, is where people are kind of diverging from capitalism purely into a more social capitalistic model. Um, Bernie Sanders would call this uh, 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 st- what, what does he call it? Democratic socialism. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's not accurate. So, so democratic socialism is essentially. So it makes sense from an electoral standpoint, but from an economic standpoint, it leads to being seen as something that is socialism. It is not. So what, what, 
kind of John Maynard Keynes or Keynes, depending on which side of the globe you live on, uh, referred to it as is more of a social capitalistic system, right? So social capital is is something that capitalism is still very much the foundation of your system, but your focus is on much more of a greater good, right? So you support pensions, you support um, uh, workers' rights in the form of unions, you support minimum wage laws. Capitalism can work at that level uh, with any company that succeeds uh, during uh, any given economic time frame, right? So when companies start failing and they can no longer support that model, they shouldn't be companies. In this country, we have decided that we should cut all of that social capital out of the system in order to sustain companies, i.e. GE, uh, Medtronic, like companies that can no longer sustain your, your, your social capital benefit uh, should be able to still exist simply because they create shareholder value. Um, it's wrong. It's not how the system ever was meant to be sustained. It's not how the system should exist. Uh, the system should not simply function to serve wealthy individuals, um, who are in the executive kind of rung of that company or who invest in that company. That's, that's not how capitalism should function if it is to sustain itself. Um, so in these countries where and economies where we simply support that level of return, we're going to face a lot of issues. I, I, have, a, I have a question. Um, sure. Would, would you say that, uh, say, kind of mixing terms of like dem democratic socialism where you're kind of a, a type of government and then a type of like a economic uh, sort of system. Is, is, is that kind of like inaccurate? I think it's very inaccurate. So that's, that's what I think too. I think democratic socialism from a, a, a voting perspective makes sense, but from an economic management perspective makes no sense. Right. So, um, what 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 democratic socialists actually believe economically is much more social capitalism than it is socialism okay so again social capitalism is supporting structures within capitalism that that divide uh, 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 returns um, of investment whether they be labor or capital right? Actual funds um, amongst the groups who invested. So if I started um, to support Microsoft or Apple, right? So Apple 10 years in was a shit company. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to take a dev job at Apple. This company might be bankrupt in six months, right? Apple's now the biggest company in the world. If I stayed 10, 15 years, at that point, I wasn't getting stock in Apple. I was getting a salary. There was no pension. How do I get my return for what I did in Apple? I don't. I simply don't. Unless I bought employee stock, which I paid for, I don't get any return in the value that I created, right? I find that to be wrong. I don't think that's how capitalism succeeds in the long run. Um, so are you saying that everybody should have, get paid a little bit in stock? I, I think we are we are far better off um, having equitable arrangements, whether that is stock, right, that you can invest into, whether that is uh, pension funds that a company has to fund, not voluntarily, they have to before they pay out dividends, 
um, or do stock buybacks. Um, whether you're talking about, uh, I don't believe in 401k match. I think it's an easy way out. I don't think it works long-term. It was never intended to work long-term, but fair enough. If you want to do 401k match, match it up to 10%. Um, I'm talking about like real social capital return. I'm not talking about socialism. I'm not saying if you don't do your work in the system, you don't like, you just get something. That's not what I'm saying. But when your parents and grandparents retired with pensions, that is social capitalism. And when everybody's voting for capitalism and calling pensions the evil and calling uh, 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 any of these wealth distribution methodologies socialism, motherfuckers, (laughs) there are like a thousand people on earth that will benefit from your theories and it's not going to be you. (laughs) So you could keep going, run down that track, fucking you know, go down with that submarine. But I guess like literally I'm at the point and and I'll, I'll announce it here on the cast. If this motherfucker wins one more time, I'm out. Like I will be in Spain by January because they believe in the system that I believe in. It'll be it. Like I just, I'll be done with the American experiment as it were, because it just makes no fucking sense. It's you're running on a treadmill. You have a finite amount of time and your actual future well-being is so dependent on the future value of your investment that running on this treadmill for too long will cost you the ability to do anything in the future. And you need to vote like that matters. Not, not, not like your dad's conservative views matter or your grandpa's ability to be a Republican mattered. You need to understand what's happening right now. And right now, we're fucked. Like, as anybody who is not a millionaire, billionaire, you're fucked. Hey, hey man, we're all embarrassed millionaires here. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) Just God, I I would buy the Lotus. Not today, you know. It's just I got the light bill tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I, I, it's a harsh message, but it's the fucking truth. Like I've, I've, I've studied this shit since I was 12 years old. Are we not I'm fucked not, either way though? No, we are not fucked either way. Are we not if like you, 25 feet down in the hole and like even no, absolutely had a not. saving grace, like we could pull or dig ourselves out? If, 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 if you're sitting here today and people truly believe that the way forward, and this is, this is the problem, right? Like, when things get hard in this country, in my experience, people's response is, well, what's the difference? There is a big difference. There always is. Okay. And, and the difference isn't just getting someone to win. And I think that was, that was a big problem with Obama. People were like, oh, he won. Oh, God, we're safe. No. The difference here is, is there is a, 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 a political system in place that is in favor of the corporation independent of who wins okay you will win social battles based on who wins sure gay marriage great healthcare that was a fucking battle somehow they won that i I, honestly in today's system they wouldn't win that battle um so fine um long term uh there's a battle where (laughs) there's a reason people hate AOC. Okay. 
You should support AOC based on the fact that they hate AOC because she is speaking to a form of capitalism that no one is speaking to. Nancy Pelosi is not speaking to it. Uh, Joe Biden is not speaking to it. But you will not get the change if you don't start the pebble. So our problem in this country is we don't. We Do you don't, think AOC is still doing that? I think she is very much. I think she is very much still supporting a, 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 an agenda that is, is, is moving towards inclusion of capital return. Right. So if, if your if your statement tomorrow as a politician is not inclusive of future capital returns to a socially beneficial class. Right. So whether it be the workers, whether it be the the, the investors and the workers. Right. Like anybody who has a, a vested interest in what we are doing here, if they're not getting a return, I have a problem with it. It's not socialism. It's. My investment, dollar-wise, hours-wise, minutes, it all matters. And, and, and I am committing something to a vision that's being sold constantly within my company that I get, in the end, in, in, in previous lives, I got something for it. Now we get nothing. We well, just, we were sold this um, contract of... Anything that you come up with under our employment is proper, our intellectual property. Yeah, but it's not even just invention. It's this company grew from being $200 million, you get no stock, and now it's $2 billion and you still have no stock in it. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's much greater than just like I came up with an idea and they own it. Like it's, it's the fundamentals – of this economy cannot sustain itself. And if we don't sit and very, very deeply analyze what we're doing here and consider the consequences of not providing returns to individuals who have a vested interest in the future success of said system, we are fucked. And I mean, I can see it. If Trump wins again, I'm out folks. Peace. Enjoy. <laughs> I, I really think too where that I'm not going to exist. Like you really will leave? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've done it once. No problem with me. <laughs> You've done it once. Yeah. Absolutely. Move from South Africa to here. Move okay, okay. from Minnesota to New York. New York down here. I, I'm I'm happy to move to Spain and I'll just do my fucking hangout session at 4 a.m. in the morning. Fuck it's yeah, not a I'll problem. come visit you. I would love to go to Spain. I just don't, like, I, labor in this world is fluid and, and it's time America figures that out. Like People who have the skills, they don't need to stick around for this bullshit. Like, pay me the money and give me the shit that I paid for. It's this 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 system is bullshit. It's complete bullshit. It should honestly be burnt to the ground. Well, I, I think what you're saying is you're you're kind of having a critique on America being the best place in the world to live. Absolutely, right? and, be, and be a citizen. Right, and 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 that pure capitalism works in the long term because this is as pure capitalistic society as has ever existed. 
Would you denounce citizenship? I would. I would absolutely. Now, so here's the trick: when you ask that question, you do need citizenship somewhere else. So, yeah, I was gonna say, where, where are you going? Yeah. No. So I would need to <laughs> qualify rogue. first. No, I, you you couldn't do it that way. So if I were to be able to establish citizenship somewhere else, happily. I am not committed to the American exceptionalism dream like everybody else is. Not it's it's a fucking country. I live here. Cool, great. Pay taxes, make money. Awesome. I happily move on. I've got no fucking vested commitment to this country. <laughs> so so, where would you want to go? Like for for me, if I was going to go somewhere, I'd try to look at where the happiest place in the world is. I got a normal. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what exactly. Like an A, Brian, or Derek. Sorry. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be between, I'd be between the Nordic countries and Spain because Spain's the youngest country in Europe. Um, and I see a lot of innovation going on there. Um, and I could right be close to a lot of extended family. So Spain would probably I'd say it's probably number one. And then number two would be like Norway, Switzerland, kind of those places. Um, mm. Where but it's not shit figured out. Yeah. It's, and, and you know, when you, when you say shit figured out, it's, it's, we're, we're told it's so far away and it's just not in our grasp to do that shit. Spain is about to make a $1,200 euro a month payment law. Okay. For anybody without a job, that's what you get, and then you get additional payments. Um, universal basic income. Now, Spain can do that. They were almost fucking bankrupt, and they can do that. So, I just don't. I don't. Where are our fucking priorities? Well, like, Spain's also not fighting to like twenty-year, you know. Yes, but even, even those, those those trillions of dollars a year. Yeah, but those right now are not actually the budget. Like th- those are fairly low because we did withdraw a shit ton. Okay, so, well, let me rephrase that. Spain doesn't have military. Spain doesn't have 250 military bases across the world. Okay, so now you're getting at the actual at. cost. Okay, yeah. yeah. So 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 your defense spending is the problem. The, the the cost of the war right now is not very large. It's like 200 billion a year. But yeah, sustaining your your military bases. No, I mean in 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 the big scope, it's it's it's, it's, it's a, a lot, but it's not maybe as much as it was at the height of it. No, because right. we we all complain about the fucking food stamps, and that's 150 billion a year. So that feeds 30 million people. So um, it's it is, it, and and I hate to use this because my wife always says you it's a fucking easy cop out, but when it comes to the federal budget, it is definitely all relative. Like, what are you comparing it to, right? So. Um, in my mind, uh, we can't actually discuss federal budget expenditures if we don't address taxation. So until we don't get a fair share at a federal level from a taxation perspective, and I'm not talking about the, the, the zero to $250,000 a year earners. I mean, you're probably I'm, talking about Amazon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thing. I'm talking about the corporations and I'm talking about those 500 plus thousand a year earner who who are sitting there currently. And I'll send you data to back this up paying less 
effective tax than anybody within the zero to 250. Okay. So if you don't figure that out, what, what pie are we fighting over? We all should be fighting to increase the pie and then we need to decide what we spend the money on. But to keep fighting over what this pie is, is futile. It makes no sense. It's stupid. Long term, it will only lead us to fight over smaller pies because they have the power. If we don't fight to increase the pie, what's the fight about? What are we fighting about? It's like, okay, yeah, Nancy's got a dollar. Parker's got two. Frank's got five. Brian's got 50. But we're fighting over our combined eight. I worked hard for Why are we doing that? I just want right? everybody to know. He pulled himself up by his bootstraps, Frank. Yeah, I was also born with I was also born with bootstraps. Yeah. And then so. and, and meanwhile, Nancy Parker Frank Any- are all fighting to be Brian, not realizing that the multiple folds of fucking shit we have to go through to even get close to Brian. Frank, make- he cannot help that he was born white and had boots to pull That's up. That's true. Yeah. So okay, my rant my rant's over, but it, it, I think everybody gets the gist. It's We do. We do. Um, Kill Whitey. I, you know, and, and no. when I said earlier, just to rewind, they've got shit figured out. Um, I think they've got shit better figured out, uh, I should have said. Um, and, I, and I always go back to like that uh, Michael Moore documentary, Where Should We Invade Next? Like, that was really a, a changing point for me, like just seeing what other countries are doing that's working and um, why are we not, you know, doing the same. And... And a lot of those Nordic countries um, fell under that, and that's where you know that's why I s- started with Norway. Like, um, but you know, we we can't get there if we're still arguing whether or not a virus matters. Like, I think the 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 the, the problem in this country is every single time we 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 try to discuss things of this matter. Right, it, it becomes partisan. Everything becomes partisan, mm. not because of the point, but because of, well, don't you remember Obamagate, or yeah. don't you remember the fucking coronavirus, or don't you? And and then it's like, oh yeah, well, you can't really believe anything they say. Well, so then, yeah, exactly, bipartisan, um, or it becomes partisan. Whereas over there, um, there's what twenty, thirty different. Um, political affiliations and depending on how much you you vote you garner in the election is but that's a parliamentarian system yeah like yeah everybody kind of gets a little bit of a say like a little bit of the piece of the pie and but so not a one or the other um like it is here so to that point um the supreme court took up a huge case this week i love that that's what i'm saying okay no no i agree but I think this should, this should be very concerning. And this is the shit that we face currently within the conservative party rule. And listen, I hate capitalism. I am a free market person. Like I continuously trade in the stock market. I understand the system and I will continue to exploit it for my own good. No fucking doubt. Um, but I will speak out against it because I understand the flaws that it has and I have no fucking issue doing it. Um, I don't have any liability towards a bank anymore is what I'm saying. So, uh, when it comes to the, 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 the system that you're speaking to Parker, um, they still have people in them and in the system 
that believe in science facts based information gathering, right? That support points. They don't just take some opinion as fact. Um, and that does matter. Long-term, that matters. Um, what we're facing today is a system where people buy into theories without understanding fully what statistics mean. So, oh, the COVID models were wrong. Yeah, they were wrong, but, you know, within a reasonable time frame, they're going to prove out to be right. Uh, and they are currently proving out to be right, but we're not talking about that. No, no, no. Let's not talk about that. It's a fucking statistical model, motherfucker. You can't talk about a statistical model without understanding that as factual uh, 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 variables change, right? The assumptions of the model have to change and then your end result changes. So as you go throughout time, right? If people are sheltered, sure, the end result changes. But uh, if you want to prove the model out, then just go back to the behavior you did before and the model will prove out um, within some variable kind of assumptions, right? So standard deviation wise, it's not always perfect, but it is, go ahead. The, those st like statistical models are complex and absolutely yeah when you start including a lot of variables you're going to yep. have a lot of variation and yeah to get no it doubt. To, to prove out to uh in the sci scientific community uh, like a p.05 but it, it's good luck it's like super it's, it's super difficult to tell people like this model has variation and that variation should be assumed Right. So when the news organization gets a hold of the model, they go, oh, wow, we're going to have two million people dead. OK, so that's an outcome. But that outcome could also be variated by X number of people. Right. So when you're one standard deviation, two standard deviations out, you're probably dealing with more like 500,000 people um, or fucking 10 million people so you, you like deal with this bell curve the whole time and the, the deviations just shift and your likelihood just shifts right right um and yeah every variable too like you you start to have have those those deviations right and you're you, you're so you have to account for that and it gets, that. it gets really weird but every variable is just the derivative of behavior right so the more people that execute on said behavior right the lower the slope of said behavior's impact on the overall curve. So when you deal with these, it's it's just like options, right? So if you deal with or, or derivatives essentially, but if you deal with your 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 various derivative equations, you can flatten the curve. You cannot. Whatever. It's way too complex to actually go into right now. But in general, right? When when you're talking about statistical modeling, it is accurate within a given assumption. And if you're not willing to understand how the model works, you don't get to talk about it. You just don't. That given um, assumption is static. It's though, not. Right? It's not. No, but, but it would be like... Um, For a given point if, in time, it always is. If everything stayed the course where we're at right now, this is where we model the outcome. No, because right? unfortunately, human behavior is well, never, I, is never and linear. I know, I know, I know. But yeah. like the ori original numbers may have been like... If we stay the course currently, correct. This is where we will wind sure. up. That's what I'm saying. If we do nothing to change, like so, ironically, like if we do nothing to change, which means that we're still changing, 
um, these are the numbers. Yeah. So that would be like in a vacuum. Uh, but yeah, so if, you're saying human behavior is unpredictable. We're going to change. We're going to, there's extra variables to this. There's layers. Yeah. So you can't actually put a number on it. Correct. And, like and a moving and the, target. Exactly. And, and the most difficult thing that we're dealing with right now, which leads me back to this whole conversation, right, is we discount everything, right? It's like, you guys weren't right. Yeah, we weren't right. We were right at that point in time within a given standard deviation, but you all changed behavior, which was great. And now you're rebelling against that change, right? So the, the, the sad part about this society, as we stay, whatever, May 14th, May 15th, now 2020, is we still don't have a full grasp of the most important concepts of being a human being. If you don't understand simply how statistics work, Right, you don't need to understand statistics fully. Okay, if you I would don't say that's complex. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would. I, I would don't know. To say, eighty-five percent of the world does not fully understand statistics. No, that's not you're, true. You're <laughs> generous, but, uh, I, th- I, I mean, I, no. Outside of this country, the the uh, probability theory statistics? is actually no, no, no. You need to understand probability theory. Like, it's not out of the seven billion. I would venture to guess, right? How many are there? Talking how about, many francs are there? I, I don't know. I mean, just, I've had just classes one. on multiple, just multiple one. linear <laughs> regression, and it's complex. So it it is, but it can be simplified. I, like it's not all of this stuff is complex, but it all leads back to number of variables, probability, how quickly you're changing said variables. Like like it's yes, but it's okay. So yes, it is. It is complex. I don't disagree. Okay? So again, sub-Saharan Africa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. You don't need to understand statistics, but <laughs> you need to be a rational human being. Probably. You need to be rational in some capacity, and you need to trust people who do understand statistics. Um, additionally, uh, you need to have some relative concept of economic theory. And we're not talking about like the fucking universe. We're simply talking about how the government pays for things because in the end, when people come up to me and go, oh, yeah, the government should be running a family budget based on taxation, I just fucking laugh. Like, that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. That's stupid. It's not how fucking government works. It's not how fucking government spending works, period. Okay. But theoretically, you would like it to work that way, but it can't ever, right? You you would never like it to work that way. Well, the government okay. could never save an economy that is in depression if it worked that way. But it, could you ever view the government as a business? Nope, you could never. So okay, so you wouldn't ever want the government to no, bring let me, let me in more it. than it, it than it sends out. I would I would be you would happy like it to. I would yes. ha- I would be okay, happy. That's if what I'm could. saying. That's what I'm saying. No, no, that's not what you would like it to. That's not but what I'm it's not going to happen. No business could ever issue the amount of debt that the government can. Okay. Well, yeah, they're they're operating at 120 percent, which theoretically you cannot operate more than 100 percent. You can. How? Because the government. Not in physics. Yes, you can. <laughs> okay. So not in physics. You're right. That's a physics uh, uh, kind of a set. You, you can never you go faster. Like than, no, I don't like it's it. Not to how be finance this, works, but it's not going to be but it's that because it can't. It's not how finance works. I think we're, we're this is a straw man. I think we are 
getting at the same point. Like, yeah, but there's a reason. Be, but there is a very specific reason because I, I like the theory in and of itself is is something that I get very heated over because the government is the 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 most apt to be able to take risk in a given economic scenario. Okay. And when the scenario is dire, they should take on all the risk. And as such, they would spend all of the money. Okay. And then in times of wealth and prosperity, they should pay back that debt. Now we don't run it that way. And that's mainly because of conservatives, because every single time we fucking get back to prosperity, they shit the tank throw it right back into the well and fucking give billionaires and trillionaires tax cuts and shit. That's the truth. Go look it up since fucking Nixon. They've been doing this shit. So um, I guess the question is, what's the point in government, right? <laughs> no, that's not, that's well. not the question. To me, it's to help the, the, the citizens of the question. nation, right? Absolutely. But, um, but it's, it's, it's how do we do that? It's an, mm. Right. So if we can all agree, that's the point, because I don't I don't think that's I think the point in government, unless you're a libertarian, is not different. The feds. (laughs) I don't think I don't think it's not. I don't think it's different. Would you you say it's to help the most people it could? Yes, I think it is. Do you really firmly believe that, though? I absolutely believe that's what it should be. The government cares about helping the most good. I think it should be. It should be. I don't think that the CEO no, law is enacted to save American lives. I think it's more of a revenue. Okay, but that's okay. But you know we what I mean? Like, that's a microcosm. Sure. Not yeah. not what. That's not this discussion, right? Okay. So, I'm not so, saying it, it is doing that. I'm saying that's that's what it should be. That's the intent. Citizens' lives better, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so I you can do that through. They give a big. fuck about me. No, I I I. I can honestly say i don't think they do right but i think i think the overall intent right like the government cannot say is going to be fine about this or yeah. parker is going to be fine about this right <laughs> so i don't think that's going to be the government's job right but the government is going to set up a system in which parker can operate and manage his life to be successful currently what the government is doing is not that right no. so the government's saying jared deck. jared kushner can do whatever the mm-hmm. fuck he wants because he's got he's got fifty two aces in his deck, and Michael Flynn can do whatever the fuck he wants mm-hmm. without repercussions, and we can mm-hmm. just call it Obamagate. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's the frustration that we're dealing with right now is that we can't even have the discussion about how does Parker get ahead with this seatbelt law. It's the bank is getting fucking robbed from the vault. I mean, and 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 out front, the customers are just saying, "Can I get my twenty bucks?" And the vault robbers are convincing the twenty dollar recipients in the front that the problem's the bank. The problem's never been the bank. Okay, it's the people robbing out back that's the problem. And in some capacity, they've convinced everybody in the lobby that the bank's the problem. I don't know how you fix that. But that's the, the fucking problem. But the bank has kind of always been a Ponzi scheme, though, in the sense that if everybody came to the bank one day and said, "I want my money," Hold it's on. not going to happen. Is, this is not this is not a literal interpretation of a bank, right? That was, oh, a, well, that was a, metaphorically speaking. Was metaphorically like. speaking, but also yes, everybody could run a bank in a given day. The, they won't bankrupt the bank. You would just have to wait. 
it's it's insured also. Yeah, the FDIC now. backs it up. You I'm will up not to 250 have to. now. <laughs> no, but do you know how that system gets played? Well, I know it used to be like a buck 25. No, you just create it. an additional account and then that account's 250 and the next account's 250 and you just consolidate them. Everybody's money's secure. You don't have to worry about it. Well, I mean, it's no, and it's that was the truth. To, it's that the was the yeah, like help people that didn't trust the bank system. Because no, that was if you only just got done robbed. No, uh, back in the day, back in the day, back in the sure. day. I'm no, talking 1927. Years ago. Yes, 1927 okay. when the um, FDIC was established. When the bank got robbed, they said, oh, "Sorry, Frank, uh, your money got stolen out of our vault, so you have no money now." Sure. And the federal government came in and said, "Yeah, okay, we're going to back the banks." But it was I actually the, the back. The, the run the on the banks that caused the FDIC to be. Or from 1929? Yeah. Everybody came so, in and said, I want my fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. So on, on the whole, you can get around that by just creating multiple accounts and you have one consolidated account. They're all insured. Not a problem. That's not the problem. The problem, we don't tax people enough. We don't tax corporations enough. And we argue about the stupid shit. And quite frankly, again, I'll announce it. If Trump wins again, I'm out, bitches. I'll figure something else out. <laughs> I don't need this shit. This is Dude, well, the I'm going to come visit you in Spain because you know he's going to win again, right? This is the most asinine fucking system that keeps getting supported. Like, Kushner is running out the door with millions. And people are like, oh, yeah, no, that N95 mass, mass shortage, totally not his fault. Um yeah, it's when we're arguing whether or not a virus everywhere else on Earth has agreed is something we should definitely be worried about. We have the most deaths. We're arguing whether or not it's something to even care about. Okay, cool. That's. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not part of that ignoramus. Like it's fucking stupid. Just a bunch of idiots. Mm. <clears throat> well, Brian, do you guys want to do a beer count before we go? <laughs> <laughs> Six. I'm kidding. I was gonna say I'm at four I'm at plus a 12, bourbon. F fives. You know, I will say I won't say what night it was, but I did down thirteen beers on a weeknight. Wow, I hope those beers were Michelob Marathon only. No, they were they all were, Manhattan Project. They were uh, that actually that night was not a weeknight, and those were twelve Manhattan projects that got killed that night. Wow. Uh, what do you accomplish nice the next day is my question. Just being fucking dad number one, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, hey. <laughs> Are we ready to sign off? Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, you you guys fucked me, though. I just yeah. want you to know that. Well, hey, let's direct that fucked into One Direction. All right. I like that band. Because <laughs> that was not me. That yeah, I know. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I'll, that bent you over on I'll that own one. it. I'll own yeah. it. Unlike right. everything this president has done, I will own that. I am sorry. <laughs> okay. We'll just play Ric Flair drip on the way out. Mm. Well, uh, and I'm having a tough time holding these alligators down right now. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's some Ric Flair. <laughs> sorry. Fuck. Okay. Uh, well, thank you all for listening this week and every week to another wonderful episode of No Beer Left Behind. Be sure to check us out on our social pages. You know what they are by this point. I'm not even going to fucking plug them. Uh, for Brian here in North Texas, I've had a blasty blast hanging out with you fine folks. Uh, Villain, we, we missed you on the last 
two hours of the cast. It was great. It's fun times. Uh, for Brian here in North Texas, I am out. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I joined an hour and like 25 minutes late, and I still got an hour and like 45 minutes on the cast. So this is a fucking win in Parker's books. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, in closing, a quick grinds my gears is the drive-through option at Sonic. What the fuck are you doing with your life? You're driving through a drive-up option. Just stop it. Just park and press the red button like the rest of us fucking red-blooded Americans. For Parker in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm out. Derek, are you there? I'm there. Um, I was just thinking condom for your fingers for a situation with the Sonic thing. but um, I think a glove is the word you're looking for. No, uh, you see the finger to press the red button. <laughs> just one finger. It's a finger condom. It's the best one. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Derek from California and deuces. Uh, for Frank in far, 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 far North McAllen, Texas, I completely agree with that Sonic statement. I'm out. And capitalism sucks. Burr!